Hey, what's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back again and again. Here we are on another Thursday, hanging with my homies, Joel, Casey, and Joseph, always with me, my resident homies, and I'm Anthony. And today we brought on another California death metal band, uh, Sacramento's own Alter Beast, Andrew and Mac. What's going on, guys? How's it going? Good. How are you, dude? Pretty good, man. Uh, <laughs> right on. <laughs> right on. Glad you guys asked us to come on. Uh, I've listened to bits and pieces of a few episodes, and you guys have some awesome guests. So to even be considered is pretty awesome. So right thank on, you for that. Man. Yeah, dude. I mean, you you are definitely in that Cali Death genre. I mean, <laughs> that Cali Death uh, fucking group that we got going on. So obviously, we want to represent as much California as we can. And absolutely alter beast is definitely one of the bands that should be represented when we're talking about Cali death. I so, agree. Of course <laughs> you guys are much welcomed and fit perfectly. And that's why you're here with us on a Thursday. Thank absolutely. you, my dude. Yeah. Dude. Andrew <laughs> much more red than his background. Where you get, <laughs> you have an actual red uh, bulb going right now. Dude. I have so many red lights right now. It's fucking <laughs> LED red lights, lamp red lights that I, you know, was bored during the coronavirus. So, you know, doing Dude, I used to rock, stuff. I used to rock the uh, making the things black more lights. metal. I used to rock black lights. I'm light. thinking about some black light stuff myself. Yeah, I hit up Spencer's and spend like 50 of my dollars <laughs> to get fucking... Dude, it's still a cool <laughs> place, get... man. I like to get my, my, my pint glasses from over there. Nice. Yeah, yeah, they got a lot of all cool about the, glasses. the posters, the fucking lights, and I I draw all over my fucking old bedroom at my parents' house with highlighter and that that's what's up. up at night. Yeah, dude, those are the years <laughs> when the shit's magical too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like maybe there is a fucking Satan, you know, kind <laughs> of shit. And then you grow up and it's all taken out from under. You're like everything's shit from wall to wall. And, you no, know, you grow up. Nothing cool. I'm never gonna find Satan at a Spencer's. That's there, there's no Satan cool. unicorns. You know, <laughs> that's not a real thing. Maybe at Spencer's there it is. Hey, that goth unicorn you might find there. Insane. That sounds like a shirt you'd buy there for sure. And that's just as good, not better. <laughs> Fuck yeah, guys. Well, didn't know we were going to get into Spencer's right away, but <laughs> <laughs> that's all Shut good. Uh, they're paying me to promote them. <laughs> that's all history, dude. That's all history. And, you know, we all went through that that phase in life where it was going to the mall and finding. Oh, all the, yeah. You know, I don't know what, but going to like Hot Topic, going to fucking Spencer's. I used to Sam Goody. Close, Sam Goody always hitting there. For, uh, dude. I definitely bought plenty of Sam shit at Sam Goody before. Yeah. I would go there nice. before I went to Amoeba. You know, I was too young to get to the city yet. So that's where I'd go. To Spencer's was like the adult fucking hot topic. It was like the one that like had tits and stuff. In there. Like, <laughs> you, can, you can buy, you can buy like yeah. the shittiest that quality vibrator no, or something. Exactly. Is true. There was like was a shirts and cock rings. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at a nub jar. That was a pair of tits when I was there. Just recently. Totally, dude. Nice. Who used to, who, who, did anybody go shopping at Mr. Rags at all? Did you guys ever hit that store? I've never I, heard of that place. I've seen one, but I've never been in one. That's where I would buy all my Jinkos, dude. I, I used to <laughs> oh, oh, the Jinkos. Here we go. 
<laughs> I do. I had like two different pairs of Jinkos, dude. And I, I look at pictures of myself wearing <laughs> those and I'm like, and you got your cold shaver haircut. Were you thin? No, I, I, dude, I would gel my hair back like so much gel and hairspray and shit to where it like you could knock on the top of my head and you could nice. an audible sound. It looked like Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah. But no matter what, by the end of the day, the ends would still like flare out, you know? So it'd be like, <laughs> glued down at the top but then like there'd be like a couple of flowy hairs <laughs> at the side yep that's that's uh awesome i used to tips. wear that lugs just... lugs boots and uh like a fucking oh, no sandals jersey or no, sandals dude. and jinkos would be i mean i always wore sandals sick. but i wouldn't wear them to school I, I i was trying to be too cool and then you look back at those pictures dude and you look like such a fucking clown <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you man. do, dude. You really yeah. do. But at the time, you feel so badass. You know, you're like, oh, dude, yeah, check dude, out totally. My... Dude, look how far yeah. I got to reach into my back pocket for my wallet, dude. I hit the back of my <laughs> knee. <dude. laughs> look how far I have to reach. That's hilarious. Oh, shit, that's rad. That's rad. Uh, <laughs> all right, enough about me and my stupid apparel <laughs> from when I was an adolescent. And me trying to get my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's let's get into some alter B shit. Take us back, take us way back. Actually, back to when your adolescence. Like, who wants to go first? Who got into music for you know? When did it get serious? When did you want to fucking do it? What what was the first things you guys did musically? Take it away, Lamb. Um, take it away. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, my grandfather worked for NASA. So we were actually lived in Alabama because that's Redstone Arsenal's based out of Huntsville. So growing up for me, like regular rock, I was really into that as a young child. My aunts and uncles were around like queen bands like that, you know. Okay. Um, so that was readily available uh, via, you know, records and tapes and things like that or the radio. My grandfather listened to a lot of classical music, which took to me at an early age, um, uh, and then, um, uh, but once I got into like metal stuff, it was really hard to come by out there. And I remember being a young kid, I actually, you know, like Cannibal Corpse, like a lot of kids, you know, from the Ace Ventura thing, if you were a kid at that time, you know, you might've seen that. And I remember a lot of my friends didn't really catch on to any of that, you know, the, the death metal part where Cannibal mm -hmm. played. And I was like, what in the fuck is that all about? I was like, I need to know more about this, sir. And fucking, yeah. I remember when we went into the city, which was Huntsville at the time, um, uh, the, the biggest city that was close to me, I remember sneaking into one of the record stores and seeing a Cannibal Corpse record there. I, uh, it's the one with Bloodthirsty. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it's a couple um, Corpse Grinder records in, but mm -hmm. that was my first real death metal record. And they weren't even supposed to, they didn't even want to sell it to me and shit. But, and I remember having it wow. and like, being so scared that my grandparents would find this thing but just looking at the cover and i'd read the lyrics and i was like same thing so awesome and magical i was like oh this is the fucking coolest you know what i mean i was like but if i get caught with this it's curtains you know what i mean kind of thing which made it even more awesome for me the thrill you know that kind of thing so and just at an early age i was into morbid stuff morbid art morbid music um like so once I kind of listened to Cannibal Corpse, then I got into Grindcore because it was a little more simplistic. And uh, around that time, I moved back to California as well because uh, I had family out here and I didn't want to be, I was really about music at that time. You know, I knew without thing I was going to be doing, trying to play guitar, just anything I could. Um, and I knew Alabama sucked ass for all how, that. So how I got the you, fuck out of How old are you? 
How old are uh, you when I left time? Alabama? Yeah. <laughs> About 16, 17, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, and you know, I did the natural transitions into cannibal corpse too, you know, with music that's available, Mar- the Marilyn Manson's, the rock, the, the white zombies, the, you know, all that older nineties shit, you know, um, that you could get access to more easily until I was able to grab onto a couple death metal records. But yeah, once I was started becoming a teenager, moved back to California, got into grindcore. Because death metal was kind of complicated, you know what I mean? My brain just <laughs> couldn't rap. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I'm just going to do grindcore because the guitar is really fucking easy. And the drummer's got to do all the goddamn work, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and then just from there, you know, I got into bands, you know, like death and shit like that. And just as I, you know, practiced more and got better at the guitar and kind of understood, you know, more death metal-y type kind of stuff, you know, I just got into that at you know and that was like 18 19 20 around there and now 36 now and i just been hooked ever since oh yeah dude yeah same age so I, I i'm feeling you at 16 it's the same exact thing i was i was hearing that 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 age that 15 16 type of age that's like where things change and and whatever you're exposed to at that time you know, if you link onto that, I, I have a, I have a strong feeling that like you make a connection with something at that age, it's going to be with you. You're never going to forget about it. You know, like I'm going to be in my sixties and still listen to cannibal corpse. I guarantee you know, <laughs> I guarantee it. I, I always wondered too much when I was like, you know, it's probably just a phase, you know, I'm going to da 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 da. And I was like, <laughs> once I got around my thirties, I was like, nah, I think we're in this for yeah. forever. You Dude, know, we're in the way that I feel. And we've, I mentioned this, we've mentioned this this fucking album so much and and for good reason but i don't see myself ever saying you know what i'm done with pierce from within you know i know yeah, I, don't, I, know. I don't i don't ever feel myself ever being like you know what i'm done listening to that album i'm never gonna listen to that again it's always been yeah the one that i fall not the one but a one of the ones that i always fall back on and i'm i know i'm already creeping up on 40 and and you know before we know it we're still gonna be fucking rocking out we're telling our grandkids like hey fucking cool <laughs> shout out to my homie luca i just came back from practice where he, he's, he's there he's got a fucking pierce from within tattoo it's oh, nice nice i got i got uh, effigy on the back of my neck i got a little the little alien guy nice yeah he's got no, the pierce within guy all stabbed up and everything it's super rad. Sick. committed <laughs> committed exactly. it is commitment dude i mean what better band to commit to though? what's well, the man. record before the most recent suffocation record the, the blood oath? it's got uh, like a pen, medical looking guy yeah i like that one that one's sick dude that's an awesome record man that's so underrated. i really like that one a lot yeah Super I know underrated. everybody talks about old suffocation. I'm like, yo, this record fucks. I like the two new ones a lot. I listen to them all the time. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. the pinnacle was the one that I was like, yo, this record yeah. is fucking a banger. That was like that the fun awesome. new suffocation album. That was like the fun yeah, album. a good new one, good production, you know, new production values and stuff. I like that shit. Oh yeah, yeah that's good. So what's up? What about uh, you, Mac? What where do you start out? Well. Uh, I kind of have a weird, like a little bit of a weird transition to this. Um, I'm pretty young, you know, I'm, I'm only 24. So I'm like, I'm still kind of just getting my bearings, you know, mm-hmm. um, I've only been doing this for maybe like coming up on five years for vocals. Wow. Um, how I started was, well, I guess I'll go back to when I was a kid. 
I never really had like a transition period. Um, even like as a little, little, I'm talking like three or four, I was listening to thrash. And then by the time I was six, I was like, I was having the death metal, uh, callings, you know, like so I would hear, who, who, uh, who exposed you to it that young. So my brother is a big nineties guy. Um, mm-hmm. he played in some band, like some cover bands and stuff. And he's pretty talented, uh, guitarist and singer or whatever. But, uh, he would like just make me, uh, like, you know, you know how like he'd burn CDs back in the day. He used to just mm-hmm. make me a bunch of like, you know, mixtapes or whatever. Yeah. And he'd be like, well, what do you want to listen to? And I remember just being like, you know, Metallica, Lamb of God, shit like that. And then I came across Cannibal Corpse when I was like six and I was like, all right, that's it. So I would just like <laughs> sneak around and listen to all kinds of shit. Uh, but yeah, it was like them, Dying Fetus, you know, the typical like, 90s old school type and that's stuck with me ever since by, by the time you wanted to dig it was much easier for you to dig dude yeah and i kind of missed yeah exactly the internet was kind of already here it was like i was growing up right when myspace was getting big and it was on kind of on the way out and i was starting to see the the progression of how the music industry was changing you know mm-hmm. referring to like social media networks and whatnot and then um how i got into i guess vocals is uh I started out as kind of like a drummer and a saxophone player. I played some like orchestras and uh, whatnot. And, <clears throat> and then I started doing voice acting stuff. So like characters, impressions, a lot of that kind of stuff. And I had a little bit of a knack for it. And then I just was like, shit, I like metal. Why don't I just try, you know, vocals? And it kind of just, my uh, fiance, my now fiance, then girlfriend was basically forced me to do a cover video. I was like, it's 2018. She was like, just, just make a video. You're, you're good or whatever. And I was like, I don't even like my face on camera. You know, <laughs> she's like, just fucking do it. She's like, you better do it. I'll film it and I'll edit it. Just do it. I was like, all right, fine. And then, uh, it was like immediately, it was just, it kind of, you know, what song kind of worked cover? out. I did a, uh, it was around the time when shadow of intent released, uh, reclaimer. So she, you know, my fiance even suggested, she was like, do that song. I think it's called the catacombs. It's like do that song that has you know Dickie Allen and Jason Evans from Majestic on it. You know, do like three different vocalists and you know go over the top. I was like, fine. So I did it, and it worked out. So nice, dude. <laughs> it's really it, man. Nothing crazy. I just uh, I kind of missed what a lot of people have was like that transition phase. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of people have more time to get into this kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. I just kind of got lucky to dive in head first. Like yeah. I missed the whole metalcore trend. And that sort of thing. I kind of just missed all that. That's, that's probably better. You also were like, but you were like raised like on social media. So how yeah. fast things like how, how fast we'll find out about new bands and stuff like that. We'll just, just, you know, a new album comes out. Boom. It's everywhere. Like immediately, yeah. like you probably like were in high school when MySpace was going on and you could just go find band. Cause I remember like when MySpace, I was probably, you know, my early mid twenties when MySpace was kicking off and I could just go down a rabbit hole of finding bands just off like the top eight on there, you know, going like, okay, yeah. this band, you know, likes this band and they're friends with this band. So I'll check this band out. And just like, you just find <laughs> such a cool, yeah. like back in the day, it used to be like, I would have to go on like these, like these super like underground kind of like file sharing things to like find, <laughs> okay, this guy has this thing. He, like, he likes Dying Fetus in this album. Okay, yeah. cool. I'll well, see what he's got and I'll, I'll download all of his shit and like figure it out. But yeah, that's it. Must be like I'd go uh, off of the, magazines too, dude. Like getting yeah. SOD magazine, Metal Maniacs. Uh, I don't even know if Decibel was around then, but it was mainly SOD. 
you, mm-hmm. SOD, if anybody doesn't know, it's a, a magazine yeah. that came out um, either biannually or, qu- or quarterly or something, but they would print them up on dope, like thick paper. Everything was full color and it would come with uh, a compilation CD that they would work with on the release for um, work with a record label for that release. So you'd get the, you'd go buy the magazine, but it would come in a, a plastic bag that was also holding a CD. Mm-hmm. And so you'd get this CD and you'd just be, de- you know, injected with all this new music from this one record label. Most of the time it was pretty shitty. But you'd be flipping through the magazine and all these other record labels were, you know, taking out, you know, half pages, full pages uh, and doing these little write ups on all these bands that they would come. And dude, I found Canvas Solaris. I found, you know, back in the day, Pig Destroyer was literally uh, I bought that on the cover, seeing the cover and then reading like a two second uh explanation of what style of music they were and who they sounded like and all this kind of shit and yeah and that i mean you know with the internet and and like you just said joel going on to the file sharing thing i never did that dan was the only one who did that if i didn't have dan kenny then i wouldn't have gotten any of that free music because i never i was too afraid to download a fucking virus onto my parents computer dude <laughs> yeah, yeah. I literally it's wasn't. not porn i swear <laughs> <laughs> so i just let dan do it to his parents computer <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and well, we found, yeah, yeah no the fact mac that you started with shadow of intent that's like such a new band so like that being the first thing you cover like that's like i feel like they kind of are like the start of a new generation of metal bands because they're still independent and they're like trying the whole do everything yourself online independently thing and mm-hmm. so like that's when a lot of kids are going in at that age that's the new dream is to be like just completely independent not on a label but as big as them and like touring headlining europe tours and shit like yeah yeah so that's an interesting Sh- way to to get started for sure Shout intense independent all that's independent yeah, yeah. i double checked today yeah they're oh, still wow. independent. wow it's independent but yeah. you know they got some crazy connections because you know chris is also in current so they know everybody you know gotcha I mean, it makes me feel a lot better too i mean we've had we've had even our our agent like the 36 because andrew's 36 what uh anthony you 36 right mm-hmm. yeah casey's like a year or two older than us it's back you talked about like the the cal decapitation episode sorry i've been drinking the cal decapitation episode <laughs> where they used to have to go through like magazines and tape trading to find shit you know like mm-hmm. they used to yeah. like they were that into it yeah. where it was like they were going in the back of magazines to find shit and like to like trading tapes with people you know it's like no different via... than what i just said to mac dude i was yeah. i'm the guy who's saying oh dude we had to do it this way and then you go back yeah. further and they're like well dude we had to do it this way and you're just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh dude yeah I, i'm I, I like my way back. i had to walk up to <laughs> school with no feet <laughs> I, I mean, to me, it's good I'll and bad. Both ways, no feet. <laughs> to me, it's good and bad. Like the internet's cool for finding stuff, and you know, blogs oh, and groups, and you know, that's great. The internet like, is a beautiful place. I oh, miss a disgusting, dirty place. And that if makes it wasn't it for the internet, too. I wouldn't be talking to you guys right now. You know? Yeah, I mean, this is great, obviously, right? But I mean, as far as like. Um, I guess the community and whatnot. I I was like, I'm always the dude. I was like, I wish I grew up in the '90s so I could have saw all these bands I like when they were young, or maybe I could have gotten in on you know sort of that uh, style. I guess you would say not really genre because I'm in the genre, but you know what I mean. That wave. 
I just yeah, felt yeah. like, you know, my essence is more there, even though I'm a young kind of a kid still, you know. Same yeah, with totally our, our professor, Joseph. I don't know. The new wave is sick. Like, man, my, my guitarist, BD, is 24 also. So, like, that generation is fucking shredding. Musicians there's, are really getting crazy, dude. Like, there's some old guy bands right now that you know sound like they're old guys and i remember seeing them yeah. when they were you know our age and holy fuck dude like you know they're the shit so yeah, yeah there's definitely but i mean that happens for everybody you know what i mean oh, i wish i lived there in this time to see this band you know it's like yeah people are in their prime and then they get old as fuck yeah that happens what are you gonna do yeah so uh, andrew uh, i had a question about i never got to see him but um Gary Busey, Amber Alert. How did that get to get like together? Was that one of your first bands where you were? <laughs> this that was Alter Beast. That yeah, is yeah, Alter Beast. Right. So that yeah, that yeah. Basically, so just basically changed names. it was just it, yeah. So we're the, the very deathcore thing going on, you know, with that name. So it was uh, the second we got a chance to change it when when we signed to Unique, it was like, hey, this is a perfect time to change this name. And then you know how I don't know. I mean, well, this is how it went for us. Uh, you know, you come up with 5 billion names and everyone's like, yeah, no, those names all suck. <laughs> you know, that kind of shit. So it was like, that's how the Gary Busey thing was originally around anyway. It was just like a working title until we found a name that everybody could agree on, you know. It and eventually like go on tour with uh, the Tony Danza tap dances. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's where I was, I was like, Hey, I want to play with spawn of possession, you know, those kind of bands, you know, I was like, I don't want to be, you know, yeah. not that there's anything wrong with those bands. A lot of those bands are, you know, especially with now that I've gotten older, you know, a tight band is a fucking tight band. And that's all that really matters. Like, I don't care what kind of, I mean, dude, I don't give a fuck if they're metal. It could be Whitney Houston rolls out there. And we played with her. As long as the, she's tight, you know, we're going. Good gold, music's good music. You know? I'm going to, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just kind of where, you know, I'm at with all that. But yeah, man, uh, just at the time, it was like, hey, we want to be, we think we're a death metal band. We want to be a death metal band. We want to play with death metal bands. You know, this name is definitely fucking that up. <laughs> it is royally fucking that up. So, like anybody that talked to us, like, oh, sick deathcore band, we're like, god damn, it. Like, you know, we're trying to be a death, we want to be blast beats all, all the time, you know, nonstop. I thought that was Don't like a grind it. when I first heard the, the name, I thought it was a grindcore band. Yeah, that, it sounds I would, grindy, I, yeah. if grindcore would work a lot better for me, like, oh, for deathcore, you know, like right out the gate, if you're trying to build a band, you know what I mean? I'd be like, yeah, death, uh, grindcore band, sick, you know, probably another reason why. There was like a band that I saw for uh, opening for Guttural Secrete and um, a Devourment and in Fresno, and their name was Nick Nolte. And so, <laughs> Nick I, Nolte. And it had Nick Nolte's like a, that, you know, that mug shot of him with his hair all sticking up. Well, like, I like the old uh, hardcore, what was it, punk band, uh, Charles Bronson. They were sick. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a beheaded Nick Nolte with his hair all crazy. And like the, nice. the vein or the blood was coming down and like created Nick Nolte with like the blood. <laughs> I, I literally got him mixed up. So I was like, oh, he was in fucking Nick Nolte. I thought you were, I thought. Uh, and, and this was Nolte. just a record or you actually got to see them that they crushed i saw them live they were actually pretty fucking cool i mean um that was usually the show those where, grind bands are yeah it was it was the first show my my buddy brought me he was like hey dude we're playing the show in fresno and i'm like cool i'll go check it out and i'd never heard of slam as a genre at all um until mm -hmm. this oh, it was like this, a slam this, band this, yeah, it was a slam it was like guttural street devourment nick Nolte, like all these like uh, bands and uh these slam bands 
and um i was so thrown off and i think i've talked about this on the podcast before but like we're like the breakdown would happen and everyone in the audience just did this <laughs> they did the <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck's They're going bouncing on? They're bouncing like, their wits. Like a... Yeah, they were like... hip hop. <coughs> it kind of is like a hip hop they... thing. And this guy was standing behind me and was doing that. And he was kind of like humping me a little bit. And yeah, I was but, like, nice. fucking... but then you go to our show. You'd have, you'd, have, you'd have Josh in the front row like, oh, dude, yeah, shred. Oh, yeah. shred. But this guy was like, he was doing, he was doing like a, a, like a thrust. So like his, like his crotch area was like humping my, my ass area. And I was like, and I was like, dude, what? Like, you I don't know if I'm down with the slam stuff. Chubby, I'm not a big dude. fan. The slam club or what, dude? <laughs> what year? Did you buy humps at <laughs> what year was that? What year was that show? It's probably 2007 and 2007 or something like that. In case you asked the time six. travel, what year did you not get raped in? Fuck <laughs> case I have to that would have been back. a good year to see devour. Don't go though. to 2001. Yeah, it was, a lot of people it was, were uh, doing rape moves with gangster fucking leans. <laughs> yeah, it's like hump. <laughs> But I, I don't know if that's still a thing, but that was like everyone in the fucking audience was doing it. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, 150 people were going like this. It's choreographed. I've seen that music like, videos. Yeah. I've seen Slam Dance. Yeah, I didn't even get the, I didn't get the memo. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, you, were the, you were the, the one on the, guy. The, the you were like looking around at everybody like, wait. I was like, wait, so, you, were, yeah. you were part of the Napster like, the fuck? community like, I don't where they were doing messages back and forth. Dude. Hip-hop yeah, is a big know. scene, dude. That's, that's, a, def- well, that's, what, that's kind of where the sure. crossover is, Joseph, right? The, when, wouldn't you think that like a lot of the slam... The aesthetic part, for sure. ...into hip-hop, yeah. I would say. And I'm, aesthetic, and I'm not yeah. saying... I'm saying I'm a big hip-hop fan. Like, I started in hip-hop. Well, that's, that's a new Death thing Metal. is like the music videos where like the band like rolls into the fucking house party and shit. Like, that's so not death metal. That's like something else. But that's like a really yeah. common... <laughs> like fucking story of a music video now whatever uh, fucking own up in this bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so funny i yeah it's i'm, I'm kind of like some of it for sure yeah so um, uh, so when did you change the the name when, when did that happen when we signed unique leader we well we'd already talked about it you know long in advance like hey let's not stress it right now we got a you know band logo you know we paid money for it a bunch of bullshit you know just rock it on flyers and you know so we can do shows you know that kind of thing but yeah once we got signed it was like hey that's a great time to change it and you know every i think everybody came up with a bunch of names and everybody was like yeah all those names suck and you know alter beast is a suck name too but you know it's uh it's like, I like hey, it. man, the band makes the name. And I think the only reason people, they wanted it, like Gabe, Rusty at the time. And uh, I'm not sure who else was in the band. But uh, I was like, we could put a werewolf, like a necrophagist, you know? The fucking <laughs> thing. And I was like, just put a werewolf in there. And I think, I, you know, I like Photoshop something up real quick. And just, you know, just because I knew this was going to be a long drug out thing. And I was like, let's hurry this fucking shit up. And Everyone's like, oh, all right, that's a cool one. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck, you know. As long as we sound good and make cool music, you know, which I don't think we've ever done. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you try. So and I was like, that's, you know, the thing. Oh, you sound like an you artist, know. dude. <laughs> you just try to, you know, it's like, hey, no matter what it is, as long as you, you know, make good music and shit, that's the final thing. No matter what the fuck you look like and all that other bullshit. You know, I always like that about Cannibal Corpse, too, when I, like, started seeing what they look like and shit, like, you roll up to the show and your wife beater 
and your gray sweatpants and your flip flops, and you got like some mustard stains, you know, and you just yeah. fucking shred, dude. That's that's all that matters. And I was like, yeah. yo, that, that resonated with me hard. Most God, angry. I remember the first time I found out about you guys. Like, I mean, I'm obviously I was friends with Gabe and stuff before I moved to Sacramento, but um, I just kept seeing your logo everywhere, and I was like, you know what? I was sitting in my parking lot at um, my apartment complex in Sacramento, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking just throw this on because it's it's Sacramento band. I'm just gonna check it out. And I remember sitting in the car and just being like, and I texted Gabe. I was like, what the fuck, dude? This band's like from here. Like, what the fuck's going on? And he's all, yeah, dude. Like, they live like right like down the street from you. Like, I was like, this shit's just here. Dude. Like, I was completely no, blown away. You're being that, too uh, kind. No, seriously. No, I was like, I was, t- you can ask Gabe. I was texting him like, what the well, fuck's up with Ultra Beast? He's know like, dude, I drunk. I, yeah, you know that I used to catch you guys in Odious Fordham when I was like a, a spratting still fucking at the pound and shit like that, which I know you guys talked nice. about the pound on some of these episodes and, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, I know we've talked about that before and shit and decrepit birth and all that kind of stuff. Tell me yeah. some pound stories, dude. So what, what, what's your favorite show that you went to the pound when you went um, to the pound? Well, so remember some of those old guys? that we were talking about I, well no <laughs> let's not do that oh that's i don't want to i mean dude i guess they're cool dudes like deicide used to just fucking come through there and just fuck face bro you know what i mean nile used to come through there and just destroy i remember seeing like behemoth on the demigod tour this is hilarious that it's like they're like playing middle of this this show or something they come out they set up all their own gear and fucking then they leave and it's like packed like 15 minutes go by they like did everything i think they like sound checked too maybe maybe they did it they come back they got their corpse paint on and uh, shit so they're like everything yeah. instead of just putting the fucking corpse paint on to begin with just coming out there setting your own gear up you know <laughs> we get your behemoth you know five records ago or whatever the fuck you know not where they are now and shit but yeah no, i found it funny i was like i was like they set all this shit up and they just took off i was like what the fuck's going on and then i remember being like a deeds of flesh show we're like, what's their old bass player's name? Jacoby. Jacoby. They got punched in the face while yeah. they were playing. Yeah, we played that show. <laughs> I think that was one of the shows that I was seen you guys. I was just like smitten with uh, Odious Mortem when I was seeing you guys back then. I'm like, God damn, this band. Like, where you're talking about seeing Ultra Beast, which, fuck you, Joel, that's untrue that we're any good. But I remember <laughs> seeing you guys at Odious Mortem back then. I was just like, holy shit, son. And it was real life opener for me. Oh, and a lot of that stuff, yeah, you know, seeing like, Severed Savior and those bands back then really, really, you know, blew my mind's eye wide open. Yeah, you dude, know, when you were watching what Severed, the possibilities then, I was also a fan of Severed. I was only a fan of Severed at that time. So uh, being in the crowd and watching with Dusty and Mike, that that was that was a killer. They're, the specific show that that's there's footage still on YouTube with Mike on guitar. They played. Yeah, Gilbert. Yeah, and, and Dusty yeah. They played Servile. And That's they played the Servile, and they played uh, Inverted and Inserted, like inverted early inserted. of it. Yeah, and uh, dude, that was like, they, is that the that one that fun, they had the song Skull Fuck Crescendo or something? It's mm. aborted. <laughs> is that aborted? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're you're pretty similar. <laughs> it's a, there's yeah, probably something yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difference. No, no. Severed's famous for fecophiliac. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of good ones, dude. I'm yeah. Oh. It smoked too much weed. I can't remember all, all the shit from back in the day, but yeah, those are some good years, man. And I watched oh, the uh, when Joel had told me about this. I he sent me the Trevor and the cattle one, and 
I remember like Trevor talking about some of this kind of stuff about the pound and you know all those golden years and he's like you guys didn't know how you have it and I was like we did have it very nice I was all those are good times man definitely and even in Sacramento like when living there for the short period of time compared to every other place in, in um, California um it would be like you know gay would be like hey there's a show when i first moved there like hey there's a show at the on the y or something and i'd yeah. be like oh whatever it's a tuesday i'll check it out Ooh, and like it, on the y like, dude Fuck it. yeah shout out i played a bunch of times there yeah it's yeah music. just be like no, a sold out show place, though i just love how it was just you know you just the we take the bar bands get whatever the door is they kept it cheap you know it wasn't a great sound system you had to be a clean band if you wanted to sound sick but dude so many cool bands would come through there like you know if you could if you weren't a big band like there's a good chance you got to come through there which back in the day was sick for sacramento man so totally. on the y and the support it. was always stacked those like, guys Shaq were so really many sick bands. awesome we always got like outclassed by the openers like so, so many sick bands from there no there's a lot of good bands you're absolutely right there's a lot of good bands from that era of just opening around here i mean i was always you know a little bitch about shit because i'm like not enough blasting you know like i'm like <laughs> I just, you know i wanted like black metal death metal you know stuff like that so i'm like you know there was a lot of those bands couple like you know and most of us have jammed together at some point yeah. in time <laughs> kind of thing well, Sacramento just is like I've brought it up like on the play every every episode about how fucking like that is a fucking good market, man. Like right well, now, I, I think it's gonna, probably the best. I was going to move that into thinking like, why are these pockets happening? And we talk about these venues that everybody has these, you know, nostalgic connections to. They really miss these places and it, it built communities and, and all this stuff. So it's like, is it the venue? Or That's is it the area? Probably both you know? a little bit. Yeah, it's like it's you know, both. going to shows. Yeah. yeah, going to shows at the pound and stuff. Like we were, we, you know, just little yeah. kids getting to watch like crazy fucking bands. Like just, yeah, was- yeah, yeah. I, you remember how when you'd open a record back in when you were a kid and you would read the lyrics and there's just like that magic we were talking about earlier on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know. I don't know if that's what kids are getting nowadays too, and we're just old men, you know. Dude, like, read all the liner notes, all the thanks lists. That, I read it all, dude. So you know, I remember seeing shows of the pound. It's like really magical, and like I said, you know, it opened a lot of you know, like really made me want to do death metal and stuff like that for sure. And places like on the wine Sacramento that we were fortunate enough to get really cool bands that you know a lot of places don't get. You know what I mean? We'd get. A lot of cool bands that would come from like overseas, from like Japan and stuff like that, just because they're trying to do a couple shows outside of San Francisco. You know what I mean? Which was awesome. Totally. So totally. Hey, I saw um, you get some cool shit. I saw Alter Beast on this. Actually, can I share this? Uh, share this screen right now with this flyer. This is the first time I saw you guys. At this conducting from the grave oh, release. Wow. Oh, with Fallujah, dude, and Soma Ross, our Soma old Ross. drummers, other band with, uh, w- well, I don't think, was he in conducting from the grave, Spencer? No, I don't remember. The but other band he had. That, that EP that this band put out was like one of the sickest things when it came out. That was insane. No, dude, Spencer and Flint together fucking were like epic, bro. Yeah. Flint. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, goddamn, what's the. There's, so conducting from the graves is a really popular band from Sacramento. There's another band from Sacramento, and like I said, this is my age and me being a burnout. I can't remember the name, but Spencer played guitar for this band, and they were really sick. And the record he worked on was really fucking phenomenal. And it's not like 
a death metal record. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember even being a young guy hearing it being like, yo, this is fucking sick. Like, you know, so, uh, God damn, I wish I could remember. I'm sorry, Spencer. I wish I could remember the, the band, but, uh, yeah. So, and then Flint Marshall, uh, played with Spencer in another band called Cyanide Error, and they were super fucking sick. I remember seeing them as a pop. And then uh, I played with Mucus Membrane, which oh, uh, I guess had some, at some point, dudes from Dying Fetus, allegedly, and some of those kind of Baltimore fucking type bands, that, that East Side area, that Washington area. Maybe it was like Misery Index dudes too or something. Mm -hmm. Now that, that allegedly, I don't remember. You know, that's what I was told or whatever. But because uh, I remember the main guy from Mucus Memorandum from out there. But Flint was in there. Scooby from fucking. Uh, he's in Possessed right now. He's from. He's a guy from Woodland. That's how I knew him when I lived in Woodland. Scooby or Claudius Creamer, I guess his name is. Maybe some people know him from that. Um, dude, the guy shreds insane. Chris Dan from this band called bled dismal laughs which i know dismal oh, yeah. laughs is a terrible band name but this band fucked hella hard dude totally. so it was like this super group lineup and i had weaseled my way in on bass at some point in time you know and uh i forgot where we were going with that but yeah that I had, was i had a really dismal cool laughs i had a dismal laughs shirt that i wore on like every pretty pretty much every tour that chris gave me a long time ago because chris was always dude, like and invited his house and like make you a bunch of fucking food because he's like a chef right he's like no, a legit he's chef. the He's the shit. And there was like three of them. And I loved all those guys. They were fucking clean musicians. You know what I mean? And they're yeah. like lived in Auburn where there wasn't a lot of anything. You'd be lucky to get a metal band, let alone a clean fucking death metal band that would book shows out there all the time too at his house. And he did sound like, yeah. dude, shout out that to that underground layer. That dude that is under fucking shit. Yeah. He had like an yeah, underground layer, right? Yeah. 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 No, I, I still watch his like he he has he owns like a fancy ass restaurant in, in like yeah, downtown in, Sacramento. Localis, I think it's called. Yeah, Localis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know yeah. what's happened with it during the pandemic if they're still open and shit. But yeah, he was he went full hard in the food. I see that motherfucker on the news and shit. It's crazy, bro. Dude, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. friends with him on Facebook, and you know, pre pandemic, he used to post about the restaurant all the time. And that dude is making art with food, bro. That guy is real deal. I've seen his. He's always it. been like that, like that kind of dude. You know what I mean? Which is yeah. really cool. I'm kind of like a lurker on his shit. Like, yo, I want to get out to Sacramento and eat this dude's food. <laughs> I might have even messaged him like, yo, I, I, whenever I come out there, dude, I got to get in there, dude. <laughs> but then, dude, I think I was getting fired and I like messaged him. I was like, yo, let me come wash dishes for you. And he just like left me on red. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, please, sir, continue <laughs> have a fucking morsel, you know, kind of shit. No, he would have like death. He tried to have at localities or whatever. He have like death metal nights in the beginning. He was like having like what? Have, like, death, yeah, he was having like people. He was like trying. He was hitting me up when I was living that. out there. He if I like, if I want to, rem I remember a video. Maybe even him. Even it's so funny that I remember all this stuff. And Chris is probably like, how the fuck does Anthony remember all the? If he ever listens to me saying this, but I remember him wearing like a dying fetus shirt while he was cooking and doing a video. And I'm like, and he's he's serving this food that is like looks like it's fucking top shelf dude like yeah. it's art with food dude and the way he explains his ingredients i'm like how the fuck i, I would not even know any of that you know he travels like all over the world and shit to like get like that's, ideas. yeah and shit. that's how you do it that's how you he's do a it. beautiful man for sure hell yeah, yeah shout yeah. out chris yeah chris, chris my Barnum. Barnum? 
And when Localis yes, uh, opens up, if any of you motherfuckers are around, get some, get some. I think that's his correct last name. Yeah. Sorry, I'm high. So am I, dude. That's why we're talking. I'm really, about really high. So am I, dude. That's why we're talking about food so much right now. Fucking death metal Ramsey, fucking Chris. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, oh yeah, dude. So fuck, where were we in the story? Fucking the pound, blah blah. So. Fucking, yeah, you released town, that first man. album on Unique Leader. Yes, sir, we did Immortal. Yeah, which is fucking and... amazing. Fuck <laughs> you. It's amazing. Go fuck yourself. Uh, I mean, dude, I mean, I, I I think Feast is a, you know, I know people like, they think it's technical and stuff, but I'm working on some technical stuff right now for the new Alter Beast, so I'm sure they'll be happy with that. But yeah, I mean... We were just trying, you know, our best. We didn't know a lot of stuff. I didn't understand a lot of things, how things worked, you know, let alone, you know, no value, time signatures, let alone how to record, how to, you know, all this kind of bullshit that, you know, a young pup doesn't know, you know. And we gave our best effort and, um, you know, I'm happy with how it turned out for that. (laughs) (laughs) Who recorded on this? Who recorded that? A comment. Zach. Zach's done both our records. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Bart Williams originally did the guitars, um, the bass. We did like drum machine with him and uh, vocals we did with uh, the guy who did earlier uh, Rings of Saturn records, um, Bob. He's based out of Sacramento. I think it's Mahaminous um, record, you know, recording or something. It's in the South Sac. Uh, uh, jam spot place he records out of there and then but to finalize everything we finally tracked gabe's drums with zach and then reamped all the guitars bass all that kind of bullshit and had zach you know do all his signal chain bullshit on the vocals and that's you know immortal what you're hearing and then as far as feast goes i just we all were kind of recorded everything at home and just sent it all to zach you know what i mean let him do the reamps let him do you know, all the processing, you know, and we just give him a demo template, you know, like delays here, does this, you know, and just make sure things sound good. So people will be like, when they go to reference it, they're not so put away, you know, put off that they like can't even reference to see what you did. You know what I mean? They're like, it's, <laughs> I hate you, you know, kind of thing. So I just want to make sure that that happened, you know, demo wise. And I'm hoping with this new thing, when we send people demos, we do what I know a lot of you every musicians do. You can't tell who recorded this is the question you get asked when you show the person the demo. That's the goal when we make demos for the new one. Who made this for you guys? You know, who engineered this? And it's we did it. You know what I mean? But we'll still go to a so and such, you know, to do all the reamps and all that kind of stuff like normal. You know, you can't beat all that real tube shit and you know, somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing and all that crap. Totally. Totally. So um, I definitely feel like, uh, oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, where the the lyrics come from and who writes them? Uh, You're looking at them. I I write, I've (laughs) never even, I think I, let's see, I worked on four albums last year um, and I'm, I'm three deep already. And it's what it's fucking April. Uh, I pretty much only I don't really ever write collaboratively. Like I'll exchange ideas and themes and whatnot. But when it comes to like writing the song, 
it's always and it's never like you know me being a prick about it it's just yeah i'm always given the reins and i just i don't know I, i'm kind of a quick writer i'm not one of those people to really ponder a lot i ponder over the themes you know and then it just flows pretty well but uh yeah lyrics it's very um i i look right off the thematic type stuff concepts um so it's easier to write it's like having an outline for an essay you know and then you can just mm -hmm. kind of you know they, they just the, the lyrics flow you know what i mean um but i already have a theme for the new alter Beast stuff uh, nice. it's just a matter of whenever you know i get to writing it but i'm pretty stoked about it i like to do some weird type stuff so hopefully it'll be good where do you find your inspiration for writing it just depends it just depends um sometimes it's it's never like anything super specific. I mean, the only really specific thing is my newer band. Uh, it's like a side project called Hammer of Dawn. It's like yeah. a Gears of War based band. Uh, but other than that, I just, it's kind of like whatever hits me, whether it's philosophical or if it's uh, not necessarily sci-fi, but you know, a lot of philosophy type stuff. Yeah, are you just walking through the day and then all of a sudden something comes, you got to put it in your phone? Yeah, sometimes. Or later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, um, or okay. do you go? Do you go and say, okay, this is going to be my time. I'm going to sit down. I'm really going to just put pen to paper and see what comes out. Sometimes um, yeah. I'm definitely a, a a person that I overthink a lot of stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. It's kind of like I got ten TVs turned on in my head, all in different channels, and I can't turn any of them off. Like I lost the remote, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm always just shitting ideas out, whether it's whether I remember them, whether I write them down. So. Uh, ideas are never scarce it's just the good ones are never you know it's rare that you get a really good one that you're like i want to put some work into that you know mm -hmm. so but, you're, you're like mixing up like walking dead with like prices right and shit <laughs> basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> spin the wheel with no arms type shit you know <laughs> it's the arm thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly you but uh some, like technical vocals like you did like a nile cover and a mm. archspire cover like that infamous archspire remote to yeah. seeker shit i'm not sure if i don't know i don't hold me to this but i think i did the first archspire vocal cover i did seven crowns like three years ago i haven't seen another one before that so hopefully you know hopefully that's my record i don't know <laughs> but um yeah I, I like i like to do a lot of speed technical stuff i'm sure i'll put some of that in the alter b stuff if it calls for it yeah. I oh, hope yeah. so. Please do. Like yeah, man. Quick, like quick tongue shit you're talking about? Yeah, like basically rapping, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 Essentially. Do you, are you are you into hip hop? Do you get any are you done with any MCs that do that kind of stuff? Um, I mean, of course, like, you know, the bigger time stuff, you know, like uh Tech Nine and stuff, of course. Oh hell always, yeah. Um yeah, I like underground stuff too. Well versed but, in that quick tongue shit. Yeah, I'm not like a super um savant when it comes to hip-hop i mean i have a few artists that I give give me inspiration but uh i can't nice. say i'm like i'm not super well educated on it by any means okay. i don't know why i'm I like not fast don't worry dude i'm not trying to bring you I, call him out I definitely don't no. want me to take you into <laughs> a 15 minute hip -hop conversation. <laughs> i um Relax, I, I think um for me speed vocals it's like a game of can i keep up with drums that's literally what it is yeah which is funny it's like most i know a lot of metal vocalists that do that kind of stuff are into hip-hop and rap and there's some artists that i like but i'm not you know most of the stuff i listen to is like classical and jazz and then nice. i'll listen to metal but oh, yeah. it's like me just trying to keep up with the instruments like oh i wonder if i can uh 
I wonder if I can literally fucking scream as fast as uh Yeah, you become a, a percussion instrument yourself. Yeah. That's where most of it comes from is percussion. Yeah. Absolutely. Was, yeah. Would you say the first like speed like like death metal like vocals was was that spawn of possession? No. Was that like Church of Deviants and shit? Probably Camel Corpse, dude. Corpse Grinder does speed vocals. I mean, it was just like the the I mean uh, speed like the da, 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 da. Oh yeah, you're right. Cannibal Cannibal definitely does that too. Yeah. Um and I'm even sure, yeah yeah I, mean, I think from where we sit right now yeah. with a few alcoholic drinks in our mind or in our <laughs> dude in our bellies uh, in our minds we can't, we can't, <laughs> we can't, definitely we're not going to be able to figure out who done it but I think that there's definitely plenty who done it you know I think I think uh, Joel I think you're right though I think the first like real percussive like uh, like Archspire prototype vocal. Type yeah. stuff. I really, I think I have a spawn of possession. Because spawn of possession, this girl bleeding too. Well, Dennis yeah. was the Dennis was the singer on the on cabinet, and he was the singer. Yeah, he was a singer and drummer. I mean, he was a singer and a singer, dude. He was a singer, the singer, dude. <laughs> and the singer, no fucking way, bro. Dude, he drummed <laughs> and he hit the drums, dude. Well, like, no, he, he same like, with Viscoral. <laughs> same with Viscoral, right? Yeah, Viscoral, yeah. dude. Viscoral definitely the same. Am thing. I saying it wrong? You say visceral. visceral? Oh, visceral. Yeah, visceral bleeding. Bleeding. Yeah, I mean, right, I think the really, the, I, I would say the first speed vocals would have to be like, I don't know, like kind of that first couple uh, Corpse Grinder albums of Cannibal Corpse is the first time I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. I, remember, um, I think the, the Church of Deviants and actually, to be honest, once I uh, toured with a Whitechapel hearing Phil did some shit where I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, like, Phil's you're going at us. Yeah, he's going, he's going like at, you know, whatever. 190 or something like but he's like he's like enunciating every word i can hear every word that he's saying and i would when we toured with him i would just watch him every night and be like all right can you hit this motherfucker like what are you and he would just yeah. nail it so I was like, <laughs> a boss. he's a monster dude yeah. yeah yeah no he's insane man up to a certain totally tempo insane. i got it but then after real fast dude i can't do it i could do it more so with rapping easily because i used to rap all the time and i did <laughs> like that quick quick tongue but with uh the death you know putting the extra oomph of making it a growl and then doing it that's hard it's it's definitely something that you got to train and you know i I just didn't do enough training (laughs) i think it's easier too if you have your own lyrics yeah your lyrics it's a lot easier i that's something i figured out like the latest croesus record um there's a song it's about 260 and i think the vocals are probably around 180 or 190 um and I actually comes kind of easily because I wrote it and I was like, okay, I know what consonants and what uh, syllable count I need. And I know what I can do, you know, or what specific, uh, I don't know, pronunciations come easier to me than, you know, it, sometimes it's hard, you know, writing, uh, reading other people's stuff is hard. Mm-hmm. That's really it. I was going to say, uh, actually, I have no idea what I was going to say. Never mind. <laughs> so let's move on. <laughs> it was something else about the fucking. uh, oh that's what it was i up to a certain tempo i i'm also a a vocalist and i'm not saying this about your stuff or anybody else's stuff i'm just saying Mm -hmm. i want my stuff to be as understood as i could possibly make it and Mm -hmm. and uh, my message quotations is more important than like getting a bunch of shit in one song too so it's like i've all i've i've put the wanting you know and i'll still like i like to find cool rhythmic quick tongue stuff that i can add in there and and but it's just like 
I also, the message is first, the words are first. And, and I, I, as long as I can enunciate them as best possible with my voice, that's, that's the most important. That's a good question. Ask here. Do you do the phrasing first or the lyrics first? I write, I write lyrics first. Lyrics okay. first. I like then... to do phrasing first and sound. Mm-hmm. I think it just depends what you're writing. Totally. Um, for tech death, obviously, I'm probably phrasing first because uh, it's very percussive. Um, the more I've, because I'm really, I'm more and more into black metal every day. It's probably my favorite genre now. It's like the more yeah. stuff I write like that, it's lyrics first. Phrasing was actually much helped by mr casey howard over here with me on the new album we we oh nice i wrote tons of shit and uh uh, casey helped me a lot with finding parts that there'd be parts where i'm like i have no there's songs where i i I did my own shit too but casey definitely helped me put a lot of my words to the music because i mean it's his dude as a guitar player who's you know has to do wear other hats man it's always a beautiful thing when a vocalist needs help phrasing and they have too many lyrics as opposed to too right. little yeah, lyrics, so which is a common thing. Motherfucker came to a six minute song with a three sentence paragraph. You know I mean? <laughs> You're like, come on, man. I actually took it really listening to comedians talk about how they, they write their jokes and stuff and how, you know, every word has to count you know and and if it doesn't count then cut it you know yeah cut the fat that's what and i took that and actually put it into like my writing style and i actually like figured out a way to make it kind of weird and cool to where i'm not necessarily going by all the rules in the english language you know right actually still totally metaphorically makes sense and rhythm rhythmically works with the music too no that's the fucking most important part sounds sick you know yeah. what I mean? And if you hear it, it's like, you know, uh, to each their own on interpretation. You know what I mean? So Most definitely it's when you read it, say, like, yeah, that resonates with me and sounds sick as fuck. So you did a yeah. good job if you did that Cheers. to me, the more mature my taste gets, it's like, I don't need like a ton of tones and a lot of crit. Like, uh, you know, it's cool when I, when you see a vocalist that's just balls out and you're like, Oh yeah, he's a beast. But to me, it's like the more straightforward stuff kind of hooks me more now, you know? I mean, it always, I mean, I guess I started out as like an actual musician playing saxophone and learning classical arrangements and stuff. So I always felt that way, but I just find the more music I listen to now, it's, it doesn't have to be like uh, over the top vocally. You know what I mean? The simpler stuff sticks with me if it's done well. If it's not done well, then you're like, yeah, oh, it's not that great, but you know. Yeah. One of the sickest things is when you like write music and then give it to like a vocalist and they come up with like vocals over your song that you didn't think of and they like make it sick in a new way yeah, a lot and, like, better to yeah. it and then that's like the coolest feeling when like someone takes your music and changes it that way that's yeah. when everybody's dime bag you know what i mean like oh the bass player's hell sick oh the vocals got the shit oh it came back way sicker than i could have ever imagined you know <laughs> that's what you want man it's the yeah. best so matt you said you said you were a saxophone are you still active saxophone player right now it's been a it's been a few years man it's been like three years now um, really? I don't have... I didn't even know he played saxophone. I'm going to have him program some alter beast sax now. <laughs> That's a hot shit. And fucking well, I could gra- cash I mean, grab that shit, baby. If I had one, I mean, I could get one. I could, I mean, I could still play. I could still read. 
You know, nice. I'd have to just get the uh, get the old uh, cycle breathing and diameter oh, back. Oh, we're scummy. We do all MIDI notes, so you don't even have to play that shit. <laughs> you don't worry about breathing. it. Would you play alto, tenor, Barry? Alt- alto, yeah. Nice. I would have loved to play tenor. I just uh, didn't too, have yeah. the opportunity. I'm a e dummy. Flat, I want to know what cycle breathing is. That 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 made my ears perk up when you said cycle breathing. Cycle. Oh, so no, I understand that yeah. cycle, but like what, what makes it a cycle? Like if you're playing the sax, it, mm-hmm. what, what makes it a cycle? You know, like you're obviously having the time you're breathing for, mm-hmm. it all depends yeah. on what you're playing, I guess, really, because you gotta have the, I, I see some sax players still playing notes as they're inhaling. So, yeah. so that's yeah. what I want to know. I want to yes. know like how, how long, does a breath last into a saxophone before you have to start blowing into it again? So woodwind instrument too, right? Yeah, it's woodwind. Exactly. Um, This is not a professional definition. It's just the best way I can explain it for me when it comes to cycle breathing, it's essentially I'm counting. uh, I usually count by like, you know, the traditional, like one Mississippi two Mississippi type, you know, very uh, not a real unit of measurement, just something to keep my mm-hmm. mind on actually breathing. Um, and essentially when I'm holding the note, I'm counting how many breaths I'm taking in through my nasal passages. And it kind of ref- it's essentially refills my tank, if you will. And then I can yeah. put that right back in a note. I think at one point I could hold a note for, it was like almost two whole minutes, you know? Damn. Yeah. You could do some crazy shit with that. Doesn't Kenny G like hold the record? Isn't like eight, eight or yeah. Yeah. I, so. I mean, it's, it's literally it's like lungs are the bag on an airbag. Shit, right? Your lungs are the, uh, the bag on an air on a yeah. bagpipe. That's what it is. I just think of it like snorkeling kind of, it's like, you know, you're, you're breathing. It's like, you're not sucking in literal water, but you, you know, you have in your breathing as you're also exhaling. It's the same concept really. Trip. Yeah, yeah I never weird. learned how to do it. Yeah, totally never even learned at all. So I'm impressed. So when you but, play sax, Joseph, what do you do? I mean, you just blow out and then you take a breath without it in on your lips and then play another note. It's just, that, yeah. That, okay. There's nothing wrong with I doing that. I played trumpet <laughs> that's at pretty, one point that's, in my that's, life. That's 99% of how you play sax. Yeah, there's yeah. Yeah, No, I'm not, I'm not saying it's the wrong way, right? I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. be, literally being the dummy well, that you guys are... Do I could probably play up. like 20, 30 seconds long without having to learn how to cycle breathe. Yeah, you can go pretty long on a good deep a, breath. A reeded instrument's easier than blowing in like a tuba or a trumpet or something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Flute's the, the hardest. Theory. Flute's the hardest. Calling it a woodwind means the reed... Yeah, no, no, no. Well, a flute's a woodwind too, is right, and there's no Technical, read on yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Well, a saxophone has a read, so you're like blowing, you know, like that. But uh, <laughs> the trumpet thing, it's like exactly. a fucking little metal fucking nipple, Mouthpiece. you know, reverse nipple deal. Yeah, and you got to blow hard. In that you got to buzz, bl- buzz your lips, dude. Yeah. That shit, yeah, it'll blow your face out. So yeah, you see curious. the dudes have been playing if for years and like their to do that. are all like stretched out to their the yeah, yeah. because they've just been blowing on them for got Gillespie. Yeah, yeah, yes. got Gillespie. <laughs> That's the thing about like saxophone. You can control it. You can control the reed, you know, directly with your tongue. But it's like yeah, trumpet right. and the brass. It's all lips, dude. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. That shit makes my nose itch. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so fucking bad I'm like I don't know how yeah. is it possible to play trumpet with a mustache or is it like 
Yeah, <laughs> it's, absolutely. It's the, it's in the nose that makes you gotta it put like, itch. You got to put like petroleum jelly on your mustache. Yeah. You play. Make sure it's <laughs> make the seal just like you're snorkeling, dude. That's what you, you really got to do. You if definitely look cooler. Those gla- those goggles, <laughs> they leak if you have a mustache, dude. So yeah, every yeah. Every time I go out to Hawaii, dude, I got to put like, like. Uh, uh, chapstick in my mustache to, <laughs> to make the seal so right. I don't have water coming into my oh, wow. goggles. That's interesting. So if, if we're using the snorkel <laughs> metaphor, I'm sure it's going to work the same with the trumpet, dude. You got to seal the deal, dude. Yeah. It's yeah. um, a pro tip right there. But yeah, dude, saxophone, saxophone <laughs> seal and metal. The deal. Dude, bring Everybody it. out there and playing trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> saxophone and metal is super sick. And my kids are sax and trumpet and other brass is like unexplored still like not a lot yeah. of people are doing it yet but saxophone's starting a lot to of behemoth down. all the cool the symphonic black metal stuff has it you know the big mm-hmm. everybody the brass included with the fucking violins and the have like, and like tuba and shit you know yeah, yeah they, everyone's doing the sax they, they definitely have it in that you know you know dim you fucking shit oh yeah, yeah. for sure yeah i mean that yeah. stuff Sax is becoming definitely a, a very popular instrument in death metal. Like it's you know, I'm obviously the flesh god and all that shit. You know, those kind of like, big, you know, orchestra yeah. bands have all that shit in there. Which I would love to like, do too. You know, yeah. but yeah, it's you, more like a wall of sound in that case. You know, it's, yeah, it's hard to do a lot of notey shit and then a bunch of that shit on top of it. It's like easier if you have more simplistic yeah. stuff from from where I, well, from what I've heard. You know, that things yeah. that I thought that worked from yeah, other bands. Flesh yeah yeah but i mean dude there's plenty of places it's just like you know it's weird to have just everybody's playing you know regular you know two guitars bass drums vocals and all of a sudden out of nowhere for one riff you have this crazy symphony you know you gotta like have it kind of in there all the time you know low-key at least or somewhere you know to make it work so i find i think that's kind of a trick too if you want to make super tech death metal riffs and keep a stacked orchestra with everything in it I think yeah, it's Symbolic are kind of doing that right now on their new one. Dude, Alan's yeah. band Symbolic? Holy shit, bro. Dude, he they brought over he brought over a song and let me listen to it. And he had like used a lot of the plugins from the UAD thing and which had me stoked because I had bought one. But that thing fucked so hard, bro. It was like flesh god apocalypse and necrophagus deep kind of fucking shit. You know what I mean? It was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, another fucking and shout out to the the Apollo fucking interface fucking and the plugins on that because he's like that's what I use on this. I was like, holy fuck, dude, this sounds like where'd you record this? That thing we were talking about earlier, you know? Hey, where where did you make this? You know, he's like, I did this at home. You know, you're like, holy fuck, dude. Nice. Dude, that Apollo interface is it's legit, man. That's uh that UA Apollo. I, I got I got one, but I bought like from Sweetwater. I was like, I'm gonna get the floor model, and it was just all fucked up and like totally sucked oh, and so no. like i got this like sour i got this like sour taste in my mouth from it and i was like dude i can't i'm just gonna go back to my stupid fucking scarlet like i don't you know i can't do like um because you have to go through the apollo you have to go through their software first then to the yep. your daw right mac right, where so you at it, it's it getting will. pretty laid out and what where where are you now dude i'm in virginia it's midnight oh shit Fuck dude, yeah, dude i totally thought you were <laughs> He's back, like, yeah I you were i'm fucking exhausted fucking rock star. He's like uh yeah, you guys. Guys. i got up at five fucking o'clock good. this morning damn it's midnight no, nice. i'm not bitching i'm i don't care honestly <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks, thanks for giving us that late <laughs> night time dude thanks let's for being in cool. virginia dude yeah what's what's the beer out there dude 
Yeah. Uh, fucking Paps is from Richmond, I believe. So if oh, you're yeah. that type, you know, get some Paps. Oh, no. Not that type. I am not. I'm working <laughs> now. There's a good. Um, That's a no, no for me. There's a good local uh, beer called. Uh, well, it's called. Oh, it should... Shit. What is it? I can't even remember. Goddamn. Sorry. Too tired. <laughs> I can't no, remember. Um, where, we, where do we even leave this off? We're talking okay. about. Well, what, what were we talking about? Fuck. Fucking werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys want to say before you, like, you know, get too beat out there, like, just how you would want to, you know, promote your new shit or talk about whatever you want to do. Make sure you talk about. And well, well I'm in California with you guys or some of you guys. I'm not sure how many of you are in California, but yeah. Max okay. in Virginia. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Go Max the front guy. So tear it up, buddy. <laughs> well, do, uh, do, do your thing. Um, well, I guess, I guess since it's an ultra beast episode, I'll address that. We are currently writing our third release. Or, or better, I would say Andrew is currently writing our third release. Um, I help a little bit, but he's the mastermind. Uh, we are, you know, getting together opportunities and trying to compose some stuff. I'm also working on um, my side project, second record. I actually just recorded today for it, even. Um, the new Croesus album is done also. We just signed to another label, so I can talk about that more later, you know. When, I, when I'm allowed, you know. Um, and then I might be starting another band and I might be managing some bands. So I'm fucking all over the place. Um, <laughs> busy boy. It, I'm a busy boy, man. Um, but yeah, man, I'm super stoked. Um, a lot of things are going to be pretty awesome. I'm not working on anything that I feel is like mediocre. You know, it's like everything I'm doing is cool. And I'm like okay. pretty excited about that. Um, that's really all I got to say, man. We're just, uh, we're working on the record. We're trying to chip away when we can, you know, dodging the obstacles that are being thrown at us. And we're going to make some kick-ass shit. That's about it. Nice, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. How, you, you guys got uh, songs in the bag for the next one? Yeah, we got some Pretty stuff. Um, yeah. I'm going to do some seven. We're having seven string uh, guitars on this. And yeah. We're going to try to just go for the fences with throwing everything and the kitchen sink as far as like making it insanely technical, multiple solos, every fucking song, you know, also amazing, just fun riff parts, you know, after going technical for days and intros, outros, you know, symphony shit, like just trying to put everything that we humanly can as long as it's tasteful, you know, in there. It's like anything that someone would like about the first two records amped up like yeah 100 yeah yeah definitely oh. that <laughs> both technical and fun and you know sick riffs and everything and trying to you know up the ante make it more necrophagic you know all those kind of things bands want to do nice make it more nope. necrophagic dude yeah <laughs> well, is there a live a live drummer you're uh or who might be doing the the recording uh, uh, Gabe Sieber said he's going to handle it for us. So, and he lives here in town with me. So, and we have like a lot, I'm not going to say it's like on the necrophagist level. Cause you know, we always try and, you know, every band w- wants to do that, but there's a lot of complicated time signatures from just like the stuff I've been working on. So I'm hoping 
that him being close, we can work on those things and be like, oh, what does this work? What would you do here? Oh, should I change this? You know, as we're making the writing process as opposed to what a lot of bands have to do where it's send it, you know, a thousand miles away to do it on the internet. And, you know, he just kind of plays to it as opposed to, you know, getting to work and flesh out some ideas and, you know, that kind of stuff. What, yeah. you know, possibility stuff as opposed to this is the final, you know, and put drums to it. Dude, I wish I lived in Sacramento so I could get to jam with the fucking homies out there. Like, Oh, dude. Well, hit me up, bro. I live with two dudes. We just chill in a house all day with the pool. I just try to play guitar all the time when I'm at work. So, yeah, I was out there before Joel. Joel, did you move to Sac in like 2016 or something? How's your, how's your yes. audio? Okay. <laughs> Fuck, no, I, I, did, I, I did. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I probably sound like a pile of shit. But, um, no, you don't. You don't. Sounds fine, bro. Oh my um, God, it's popcorning so bad. I can't say <laughs> your voice. I had a little technical difficulties. No, that would never. Yeah. No, um, no, yeah, I lived out there. I moved for a second. I in 2011 I, for like nine months. I lived out there. Then uh, 2016, 2019. Yeah, I was and, there 2013 uh, to 2016. So <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So we just missed. Yeah. Well, in Davis, Damn. but we we basically tag team that area for sure. And, yeah for sure no it's yeah it's it's next level out there i think it's you know it's definitely some of the best death metal in the united states going on is in sacramento and it's this very competitive like little group of fucking bands out there that's you know you got some ball yeah i've mentioned a million times ultra beast to me ultra beast is probably the probably the head of the class fuck you andrew oh look at no <laughs> i i think yeah. we're the worst but i mean dude all of these guys who are doing yeah. it they're so <laughs> awesome guys you know what i mean they're the fucking kings like Casey and Dave and Kennedy Bell, Alan and Symbolic, Michael and Eloy. Like, dude, Eloy's such a phenomenal fucking guitar player and shit. Then, I mean, they have Jared who plays in Rivers of Nile, which they had another band, Enslaved Creation, with had Chris from Archaic. Like, dude, it's this fucking whole thing. And all these dudes are so fucking sick, bro. It's crazy. Like, I am definitely not on par with a lot of those guys, but I love. You know, I just love to play guitar, you know, and making metal and shit and that kind of stuff. So, and I Did like you... doing anything that we can, you know, when you learn something new, you get to try it out on the next thing. You know, I like stuff like that. So we've been talking about community and all that stuff. Like, when did you guys feel you were part of like a scene, you know, like a real group of, of bands and, and creators that like we're all doing the same thing at the same time in the same spot? Well, like I said, um, there's been, I've been in numerous bands before this one, and a lot of them were really cool. Mucus Membrane was a really cool band, and there was a lot of sick bands, like those Dismal Laps type bands and all those other bands around there. Fallujah was like in high school still at this time kind of thing. And then before that, when I was like a real Spratton, uh, we played, I played in this Woodland band with this dude, Mark Dixon, who played drums on like Plague Widow with Hal who did like Slaughterbox stuff. If you guys know that band, who was yeah. really sick and shit from the area. Like, so there was always cool other bands that I was lucky enough to get to fucking wallflower around or get to, you know, play bass in or get to play guitar in for, you know, brief moments of time and, you know, get to be around these cool ass motherfuckers. You know what the fuck they were doing, you know, or at least to me, I was like, Hey, these guys got, you know, isla tigre and all that kind of bullshit you know i want to you know 
you want to be into that shit, you got to be around people like that kind of thing. So I was really happy to get to know all these dudes and shit growing up. Do you guys have like an older generation that kind of like took you under your wing up there? Um, Zach? Yes. Like the Chris Dan dudes, the Tom persons from mucous membrane, the Scooby Kramers, you know, even when they were like hard drill sergeant dudes, like Flint Marshall will fucking, I mean, anybody who's worked with them knows he'll ride your fucking ass, dude. Fucking, you know, fuck around. You know what I mean? Like, so there, yeah, there's always dudes, you know, who were, we were in our early twenties or, you know, early teenage years or whatever. And there was those guys who were in their late twenties or thirties, you know, who were, mm-hmm. you know, the severed saviors of the area, the Spencers of the area, that kind of thing, yeah. you know? So yeah, no, there, that was always cool. And there's always been, you know, a competitive thing. And I think, you know, with age, you know, a lot of people start realizing, you know, healthy competition's great. You know, when you're a kid, you're just like, you know, a dumbass, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's just real competitive. You're like, oh, I want to be the best, you know, fuck this motherfucker, you know. And then, you know, you get older, you're like, all that shit's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I heard you guys talk about other episodes, healthy competition and things like that, you know, which is always great. You know what I mean? Everybody, you know, making better shit for the better of the community and all that kind of stuff. So that's that's sick and yeah dude, there's, there's a, nothing there's better a, than someone a, just saying your music is sick sorry dude. yeah there's, there's just a bunch and, and of it's also a great way to live too. in your life yeah it's a great way to live in your life too you know what i mean it's a not poisonous fucking thing it's a great way to be you know what i mean so yeah i love all these dudes and yeah sure you know plenty of you know arguments and stuff happen and you know musicians are fucking musicians dude you know what i mean so but yeah, I love the dudes that are over here that fucking made a lot of cool fucking music. And in the surrounding states too, like Nathan out in Arizona and, you know, all bands from the Washington area in the East or the West Coast and all that shit. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would say, well, just a quick note, I would say I'm kind of a weird case because I kind of was pretty isolated. Um, pretty much the whole time I've, I've honestly the first scene that I feel like I was kind of in it was kind of even though I'm in Virginia is West Coast um when I toured through there in nine, 2019 uh, with inanimate and symbolic uh that's kind of when I was people were actually being like you know oh I kind of know who you are and you're cool and you know we like the same shit uh, I can't really say the same for anywhere else so that's probably honestly I'm just starting to get into like a scene and people see me as like a West Coast death metal guy when I'm, you know, in fucking Virginia. You know, it's weird. <laughs> Wait, did you uh, did you play like go to the shows like at Jacks and stuff around in Virginia? Um, I used to go to Shaka's a lot. I don't know if you know Shaka's Virginia Beach. Um, I went to the last the last metal show was Cannibal Corpse. And they played Shaka's, and I was like, dude, I gotta go. That was the last show I I went there. I got to play it once. Um. Croesus, before I joined, like right before the first time I saw them, they played with Carnifex. And I was like, oh, that band's sick. And then, like, I don't know, maybe six months or a year later, I was in the band. It was weird. I was like, not even contemplating being a vocalist. It was strange. Really weird, man. But yeah, um, used to like to go. The bigger venues don't book metal much um, now around here. The National is a big ass venue that, you know, uh, the Norva, Norfolk. I used to live literally right across the street from that um canal club i go there a lot when there's shows so yeah shock used to be the stomping grounds though that was the that was the place 
What's the what's the place that we played? Did you guys already talk about it? The Peppermint Beach Club. Yeah, Peppermint Beach Club. That was is that where? What uh, town is that in? Virginia Beach. Virginia, Be- Virginia, Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. I don't know if I've ever been over there or to uh, Peppermint. I, I don't know if I've been there. Um, like on that, it was like on a strip similar to you know Santa Cruz almost, right, dude? Where they had like a amusement park and shit near there. Yeah. Right on the fucking. Uh, yeah, it's like right, right on the boardwalk there. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's where Shaka's was. It was literally on the the fucking beach. It was the best, man. Hell I miss yeah. it. I miss it. I wish it would come back, but it is what it is. Right on. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> have, we hit, have we hit a wall with this, guys? Where are we at? <laughs> well, it's just because, uh, yeah, I can't. I want to chime in so bad, but I'm. Dude, Joel, you sound Do great. It. You sound dude, fine, right now, so sick of your it, voice. Behind the <laughs> open, we had we're having some technical issues that most likely you guys didn't even hear. But Joel's <laughs> mic, Mike was having some issues, so now he's on uh, normal computer mic, but he sounds fine, dude. So it's all it's good. off a timeout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was hey, chime a, in, dude. So fucking, I mean, so between all the bands that you do, Mac, like. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what's the difference going from I mean to Alter Beast from your other bands? Like, what what's the main thing that you're taking and, and changing now that you or, or or adapting to and going to Alter Beast from your older bands? Um, actually having like some sort of like namesake or reputation a little bit, having some sort of like uh, not some sort of I mean I would say Croesus has a bit of a following. It's not exactly unknown. But, you know, Ultra Beast has more of a history, you know, they were touring and, you know, actually working with like bigger bands and stuff. So I don't know. I, to me, it's the style of music that, you know, it's kind of where I come from, you know, it's a little more, Croesus is a little more on the deathcore progressive side, which is great. And there's nothing wrong with that. But to me, Ultra Beast is more like innate with my music taste. Um, and, you know, also coming in and helping with, you know, a little bit of management with it, you know, and like devising like, you know, the social media strategies and that sort of thing. And, you know, speaking with agents, trying to get, you know, if we're, you know, when we have a record ready and we want to get stuff signed, that's kind of, it's, it's more at stake, you know, it's a little more, um, it's more to work with, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's not a grassroots thing. It's already got a, it's already got a base. That's the main difference. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking absolutely. about you how you were starting managing. Is that <laughs> something you're like interested in doing? Three more, more people know about our band than his band Croesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I actually got approached by two um, bands recently. I can't, I obviously I can't talk about them, but one's a former band from EMG, and then another is a band that's been trending a bit in the uh, like the Facebook groups. They're really good, like weird abstract avant-garde type death metal band um if i would tell Burn you i get shit up yeah I, I could tell you uh obviously I'll, I can't yeah, talk after this i will know dude i'll tell you hella hard for like i get the exclusives yeah yeah but um you know that's i'm trying to get all of that organized to see if it's plausible or not you know if i have the uh the uh if i can give them the right attention you know i don't i'm not trying to just be a half-ass so we'll see if that works out but yeah i got a lot of things yeah he's a busy boy absolutely (laughs) yeah man management that sounds like an interesting thing in 2021 like what does a manager do at this point 
Yeah, it's mm. more of it's more of just like a facilitator rather than like a business manager, you know. Because a lot of these bands, a lot of bands are more independent now than they used to be. A lot of people can do it's it's more accessible to do things than you, more things than it used to be. You know, you can just like throw your band up on Facebook. Now it wasn't like that, and even even in early two, mid two thousands, it wasn't even like that until MySpace came along. Yeah, you know. There used but, to be a lot more like gatekeepers and now that's just kind yeah. of more open. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's yeah. kind of weeding out a lot of the, I wouldn't say weeding out necessarily, but I feel like um, there's good uh, play, you know, players in the game that help bands and, but there's a lot that, you know, take advantage and they're there to simply leech. And I think that's starting to, it's starting to weed those people out big time, uh, which is good, I think. But you know, if it's too accessible, then you get a lot of, there's a lot of bad music. There's there's too many bands too. That's another thing. It's kind of hard to d- separate yourself from the crowd because it's just like it's a saturated market, you know. I think it's super sick that badass bands can hit up CD Baby and print sick fucking CDs, and you know, yeah. hit up artists and get that shit done, and not have to get a fifteen, you know, eighty five split or bullshit. You know, that's the I best mean? part. Like, I think that's yeah. I think that's really cool. And it's a cool time to be alive and, you know, like great bands, you know, great shit will always be great. You know what I mean? And things that are gimmicky, you know, they, they, they may have their, you know, what do you call it? Uh, you got, you got lucky or whatever. Yeah. Kind of 15 thing. minutes of fame. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? So. It's yeah, definitely, that's, that's the best part is you can just, if you want to do it and you are organized and you have like a clear objective, you can just do it. And yeah, it's not, now's a great time for people like that. Yeah, for yeah, sure. You know yeah. what I mean? For sure. Yeah, it's it's that being said though, you got more to compete with. So you have to if have you ain't really if you ain't fucking about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> really crush the shit out of it. Yeah, you gotta be good. Well, yeah. um, it's a lot of just older bands helping younger bands, people that have been in the scene yeah. longer, just you know, finding who they like and just trying to help them with the networking and, that they have. And, and yeah. it's also not about money. You got to understand a lot of these people that you get, a lot of kids are like, hey, this band fucking so sick. Like these people work really fucking hard, you know, at their craft and shit. So there's a lot of artistic integrity that goes mm-hmm. with stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like things are looking the way I want them to look and sound the way I want them to sound. You know what I mean? As opposed to somebody who doesn't give a fuck, just put yeah. your shit through a meat grinder. You know what I mean? Because they're like, Definitely. I'm just trying to get that first week sales. And, you know, don't call me till next album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, totally so agree. I think that's really cool for bands that are able to, you know, use that and fucking make it work. Yeah. The biggest thing is networking. It's pretty much easier now. You know, <laughs> obviously there's a lot of tools like we're sitting here on Zoom, for for instance, or, you know, if there's a band yeah, I really absolutely. like, I can hit someone up and, you know, get in touch with them in literally 10 seconds. So that's wow, nice. dude. Our last podcast we had four continents going. God oh, damn. wow. Yeah, dude. That's that, awesome. That's cool. The guys from Profanity. One uh Thomas was in Germany. I'm gonna get it wrong well, it's again. Four countries, Mark, four yeah. countries. <laughs> what did I say? Three continents. continents. Three continents. continents. I've had too much to drink tonight. We so. had nine continents. How dare you? <laughs> My geography is off. Well, I shouldn't say I haven't had, I've had, I've had, I've had plenty. I've had the perfect amount tonight. to drink, but my geography is off. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> They're a good but band, too. It was no, Austria, Austri- Australia, Germany, and United States, dude. And you're just like, fuck. Dude. That's very and, cool. And it, and it was a, you know, a easy... 
like connection. Everybody was just like, boom, we're here. On yeah. Well, we're glad everybody took, you know, five seconds away from Pornhub to be here. For the <laughs> it's really cool of them. My favorite part about this episode is that Andrew hit me up like earlier today and was like, dude, I want to make sure like my sound's all good and like all this shit. And then like, like I want to make sure my video. Oh, sounds bitch, you have no idea. I was going to be like running plugins on my Apollo, like, it, you know, uh, preamps and shit on my mic. And then I like try to start figuring it out. I was like, wait, I don't have the core. Oh, fuck. Oh, you know, like things start not adding up that I was like, oh. I'm going to have to use my phone oh, like dude. a basic bitch with my headphones. So I was like, <laughs> that's all I'm going to get. And then yeah. my mic goes out. No, nah, you, you, <laughs> dude, you sound totally chill, dude. My <laughs> mic takes a dump. Like, fucking, <laughs> like Andrew's yeah. like doing his due diligence, making sure like everything sounds good. He's got like a shit and uh, all um, the ducks in a row. And then my fucking shit takes a dump. I had, I had a meeting. <laughs> I, I teach, I teach a class for, for UC. And I, I had a meeting with a student while I was driving to Oakland just like on my phone because <laughs> oh I was God. like stuck in traffic and I'm just like, so thanks for joining the class two weeks late. Like oh here's how I like God. fucking caught him up while I was sitting in traffic. Hold on, hold on. I got these yeah. things that will yeah. hold your phone. It's crazy, dude. It goes like on your, uh, you know, your air vent. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Dude. I went to this joking. place the other day yeah. and they have the things that go in your air vent, but it was, it holds your dipping sauces for oh, like nuggies yeah. and shit. That's awesome. a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sick. That's so American. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> so, so American. Wait, what's wrong with the sauce, dude? Nothing. Nothing is wrong with the sauce. That's Szechuan sauce, son. Dipping, dude. I like dipping. It's, dude, yeah. 90% <laughs> awesome. of road accidents are caused by people dipping without one of those holders no oh without yeah, yeah. Is, why is do you fucking me, drive the car yeah. dude why does everybody need to eat while they're driving dude if it's like why you didn't see if, me it's like my if you're if you're ranch, gonna say oh man. i didn't have time i gotta eat while i'm driving <laughs> driving like, makes me up. hungry you bro <laughs> you got up too late you did all that shit you, i'm a stressy while i drive. driving while eating is one of life's joys dude like, yeah dude, and yeah. especially dipping out of your air vent that little holder Dude, yeah, like, you know. I'm an auto detailer, so everything you're saying to me, it's like you're, you're like, you know, <laughs> fucking hit me in the balls. Uh, <laughs> just, hey, is that, is there a sauce called Sawsome Sauce out there? And then we don't have it here at the Wendy's here. I remember being on sauce-some? tour and somebody's like, yeah, Sawsome. Like, it's awesome, but with sauce <laughs> sauce-some. in the beginning. Yeah, it makes sense. Sawsome yeah. Sauce. No, I, and then, I don't think they have it dope, out here at the Wendy's, but, but out in like the Midwest, Wendy's they do. Dude, I'm, yeah. I'm actually not a big, I'm, the only fast food that I'm down with is In N Out, dude. I'll fuck with some. I just like funny names yeah, but, on tour when I'm drunk or high. You, I'm like, wait, what would you call that <laughs> shit back there? Yeah. Sauce, sauce, when you're what on, the fuck is that? When you're on tour, though, you have to like fast food or you're just going to starve. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not a choice. Oh, like, I yeah. remember one day on, like, or one, yeah, like, one drive or whatever it was, we went to McDonald's three times in one day. Oh, Decrepit. Remember that, Joel? Can't do it. Can't that do it. That just sounds so gnarly. Well, literally, me. breakfast, lunch, dinner at McDonald's. Your whole one day. day. You guys are supersize me. Dude. I was like, <laughs> happy about it, but you it know, was I'm another like, band I'm member's that, decision. I'm that guy that I go to the grocery store, and I buy food and stack it, and, yeah. like, you know, like fruits and stuff. And people are like, you're so annoying. Oh, you, Can't we just you go mean, to fucking You're the driver. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm the guy that sits in the back. And <laughs> you that's go, how you get to the grocery store. You're actually driving. You got to go loaf of bread and peanut butter. Otherwise, you're not in charge of shit. Yeah, no, I should. 
I annoy them until they you're make, like you know. you're like half taking care of yourself and everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> What's wrong with you, bro? Yeah. Why are you buying fruits are and those vegetables? Baby carrots? Like, who needs vitamins, dude? Oh, vitamins? <laughs> you need some vitamins, son. Yeah. But uh yeah, I'm that I'm that annoying dude. Like, let's go to the store. No. And like, I'm no, totally yeah. that dude now. Maybe not when we were touring, but definitely now. I'm like, no, I'd rather go source the healthy clean ingredients yeah. like when i go on vacation and there's a, a a kitchen that i can cook in for you know i'll i'll fucking go straight to like the local farmer's market dude and get nice. the local fucking shit and that's what i'm gonna eat this week if i'm gonna be cooking for myself most definitely nope. yeah i've done i've done both sides of the fence on that shit too i'm like let's party hard and then I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah let's try no doubt i mean get, dude, get hunting we're here, gathering dude, berries to see how that works. Give me, give me you know, like four. We'll respond to all the emails at 10 a.m. like a normal person every day. Advance. Give me show, four beers and know. say we're going to order some shit food and I'll probably high five and add money. Yeah. Man, you know? There's a time and place for everything. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'll, I'll still smash out something. You know, if we go into a drive thru, I'm going to smash something out. You know, I used I've had to, go ahead. I'll just real quick. I used to like hide food in the van. Cause I'd get all like, fuck, like <laughs> if I finished a show and I was all hungry, I gotta have like a taco in the like fucking little like you know, oh. you know. So I got like taco, hey, from d- and- couple Del Taco tacos in the cubby or you know Taco Bell or whatever. Just yeah, can I have a snack? I had a drummer straight pull out a McChicken, like unflattened out of his pocket when was hungry. Dude. We were all like unflattened, dude. Like it was like he's like boom, just out of his pocket, like some Jinko level shit, like we were talking about earlier. Just unwrapped yeah. and started eating. I was like, this motherfucker. Like after a set, like you play with it in his pocket. Uh yeah, yeah no, I think we kind played of and then we were like partying and it was just really late at night and everybody was like, you know, hammered or high or whatever. We're like, man, we're getting hungry, wish someone was open. And he just like whipped out a McChicken out of his pocket. Yeah, like well, like if you're playing, condition. it's like a microwave in your pocket, you know. <laughs> I mean, not that McChickens go bad, you know, or anything, as we know, you know, for right. long periods of time. Oh, but like, for the even whole the month, bun was fluffy still. I was like, impressive. I mean, you've seen how those <laughs> McDonald's burgers last just sitting out. For like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They good, don't, dude. they don't like rot or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're good. I'll, I'll say about to, fast food, like like McDonald's is the only one that like legitimately, no matter what state you're in, it's all it's gonna be insane, McDonald's yeah. every time. It's, it's gonna, gonna be yeah. like insane. like you, yeah. sometimes like you'll you'll sometimes you'll you'll change things around. You go, oh whatever, I'll check out like this other fucking joint, and it's like oh yeah. the, the uh-huh. lettuce is all wilted and weird. McDonald's was just uh, the same like fucking thing every time. Like oh, that's McDonald's all won, you know. <laughs> that's how Joel. They won the fast food battle. McDonald's, dude, just... No, McDonald's yeah. is right, the same one. like Wendy's, like Midwest yeah. sauce and sauce or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I'm like, yo, dude, we don't have I'm gonna that seek here. out some sauce and sauce, dude. Dude, I like <laughs> shit like that. I'm like, yo, sauce. I'm gonna go to the Wendy's near my work and just not even order food. Just can, you guys have a sauce. Oh yeah, just talk about what about like, no, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm gonna skirt off and. Dude, Whataburger is the shit. Yeah. Oh my God. People love Whataburger. And so good. God, I've never been to a Whataburger. Oh, it's good. I've been to a Shake Shack once in my life. Oh, I like Shake Shack too. Texas. I did enjoy Uh, Shake Shack. A regular spot we have out here is called Habit Burger. I think Uh, Habit Burger is great. Yeah, for like a a chain restaurant place. I'm like, that one's pretty good. They got good shit. The fucking edamame and tempura thing you can get there super mm, bomb. Okay. yeah yeah that's sick man or no it's it's green beans what am i talking about yeah, yeah it's the, green bean fry things yeah i was like i don't know about. Ooh, like yeah, green, uh, french fries those yeah. are good 
Yeah, there are green beans. Did you know that uh, definitely fucking Subway is the most common restaurant in the United States by far? Oh, it's not even close. Yo, I got a Subway in my house, dude, and it fucks pretty hard, man. (laughs) I like it. They hook it up proper every time my sandwich is really like, I'm like, yo, it's hard. Didn't it? But dude, like, (laughs) I think it was like in England, they have to like reschedule their bread. Yeah. Bread anymore? It's like not bread. Just, yeah, sugar. They just yeah. Have, it has to be called sugar. Maybe it's I worked there one that. time when I was a kid, and <laughs> the smell so much... of that bread will not come out of your clothes, dude. Like it'll yeah. make, oh, make your room reek and shit. The worst thing about Subway is they all smell the same, and it's so oh, it's creepy, yeah. That dude. bread smell, <laughs> it is creepy. not good, that. dude. Not in a good way. Like it's like I did no. not like that. It's not yeah. like we have Pizza Hut. They all smell the same. Like mm, that's awesome. Yeah, like no, no, no. no. Subway places, is like a, a, a weird smell that I don't want, and. Every single subway smells like that. Like it yeah. does. What the want, fuck is that smell? It. It's, yeah. it's, the, it's um... something that goes in the bread, man. And <laughs> yeah, like yeah. won't come out uh, of your clothes. Like, I would wash like... my uniforms and it would still be in there after washing them. <sighs> Every time yeah, we think... went to Subway on tour, I was so bummed. <laughs> I was like, yeah. fuck. I'm like, fuck, dude. It's like man. some chemical. All right, I'll get some cookies. I'll yeah. get some fucking yeah. chips. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't fuck. I don't. I can't even do it, dude. Dude, my favorite stuff. I eat a lot of Subway and just pile yeah. spinach on there and feel real good about myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I <laughs> I'm a dub caveman as well. So, uh, I mean, you I'm, could just dump it out of the bread and call it a salad, dude. No, I always make it really like put hell spinach on there. I'm all more, more. Like, just get it on there. Oh, uh, dude, that's another thing too that I noticed is that if you ask for more at a subway, they always act weird, dude. They're like, they oh, hate that, more. dude. No, I gotta go like this. It's with like my you nails, put four, oh, you oh, yeah. jalapenos on there. Like we, 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 we were on tour, like in like I don't know, like up in north, like Fargo, like whatever it was, like up in the you know north, and uh, we like. We're like, yeah, we're like at Subway. We're like, yeah, we just want like some av- like guacamole, like on our sandwich. We get some avocado or whatever. And they're like, oh, we don't serve Mexican food here, eh? Like or whatever, you know. Like, <laughs> it wasn't Canada. <laughs> no, no, no. They said they, uh, it, was, it was sticks on the ice, motherfucker. No, it was in the it was uh, it was in Amish country, and the, and uh, oh, Dan was Dan was a stall like Pennsylvania? avocado, and they literally said like we serve white people food here. Oh, they Whoa. said that. Okay, that, that's not cool. <laughs> that's what they said. Gnarly. It's not quite as chill. Dan like looked at each other and started just cracking up. Like, <laughs> like where are we? Dude? We're like, uh, okay. we got, yeah. we got, are we? We took a wrong turn. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. We, yeah. Hey, avocados can't make it out there, dude. That's a I long guess that time. makes. I mean, sense. I guess yeah, they could, cool, but they would be like fully, uh, what do you call them, conditioned by the time they were there. Yeah, but they got yeah, that yeah. Safeway Black, squeeze. Like one day, good left of them. But they got the guacamole goop from Safeway that squeezes that's like good like on the space station. And oh shit. yeah. I mean like they could they use that there. Like, I mean that's just... what they use. It is yeah, like a good paste enough. that goes in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it can't last though, even there. It starts getting that bruisey color to it, you know. Yeah, it'll bruise us quick, man. It's avocado. Yeah. I'm, I'm spoiled, dude. I got a <laughs> uh, in law that has a huge avocado tree just chilling. Oh, what a nice. And then our, out in front of uh, my spot, I live in a townhouse, a uh, townhome, and they uh, they planted an avocado tree like three, three to five years ago, and it's starting to show that. Yeah, those are great if you're trying to be vegan, vegetarian. some dude. avocados, dude. Yeah, well, that shit's so good. Get some good calories or whatever the fuck from that I hear shit. that. I like, a... Avocado trees are really good to grow coffee under, too. If you, Oh, really? Cool. If coffee? you have the right climate, because coffee actually is like a type of plant that doesn't like direct sunlight. 
be canopied uh-huh. by something else. But yeah, I it's hard to do it in California, but I'd dude, that'd be something sick to do is to grow your own coffee. No, co- I love fucking coffee now. I'd love to grow some coffee. Definitely. I think there's somebody doing it wheat, down in like so. Santa Barbara or something, but I tried, I looked into it. It's like $40 for 12 ounces of coffee. You're like, wait, mm. me and my wife yeah, do yeah. that like in two days, dude. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no. I'm not going to spend $40 on coffee for two days. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's, that's called Starbucks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe exactly. some of these, if some of these six stimuluses go through, then I'll yeah. afford it. <laughs> The coffee stimulus, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally stimulus, yeah, the tea party stimulus. <laughs> so, Mac, have you always been out in Virginia? Um, I'm originally from DC, so I've always I've always okay. lived on the East Coast. Um, I got family out there. Oh well, whereabouts? Uh, Norfolk and near DC too. Um, but like mo- like they're mostly from Norfolk. Yeah. Okay. I I lived yeah. in Norfolk uh, for about a year and a half. Um, now I'm, a, now I'm Suffolk, so I'm like, you know, uh, 20 miles away or whatever, but yeah, um, what, I've been uh, here since Joel's college. UGCTT. What's Joel <laughs> repping there? What's this? UGCTT. I can't, yeah. America something. It's actually Pat Kenny's, uh, favorite sweatshirt. Oh, uh, is it? He left it there? No, oh. he, he borrow it because he's, I'm too, he's too, not fat for him. I'm, I'm fat enough for it. Oh, so. too big for him? <laughs> He lets me uh lets me uh wrap it, but he's like, I'm giving this to you to hold on to, but do not lose it. So I have to like, so like he's like that. He's probably like, I gotta go try and beef up. I gotta try and get some muscles going before I'm in. <laughs> no, nah, he's a muscular dude, but he's like, oh dude, that's how I gotta fit into that. I gotta fucking stack. <laughs> so I'm gonna go on a rant right now. So um, I just randomly got. You can see it back here. It's like the Oculus like mm-hmm. fucking VR thing. Yeah. Dude, oh. No Dude, and speaking of back there, I was just thinking of your guitar. I was like, man, I wish I was playing those motherfuckers right Wait, now. Wait, I oh, think yeah, you were yeah. saying something about that. Literally. You're doing like the boxing thing, right? Well, I just got it. I got it on um, Sunday. Dude, and put I was, it on like, right now, dude. I downloaded Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch box fall right? over his fucking coffee table. And <laughs> 2022, Cali Death Podcast doing it in VR, dude. Dude, I'm serious, dude. <laughs> no, I'm actually right now. <laughs> <laughs> trying to set up. Okay. But no, it's like, um, it literally like, you you were fighting a dude and like you were like want to kick his ass so bad and like you want to like and he's like it's like it's so realistic that you get like fucking into it and like, like by the time when he done, comes at you did you flinch a bunch and run yeah, into shit and then you have your, you have your coach like in between rounds your coach is going like what's up dude and you're like I'm like talking I'm like because I have it out <laughs> I do like on the deck outside because it's only. I would love Trevor to come home. Yeah, I know. He's like, you having a conversation with your coach? <laughs> no, no, it's insane. No, I, I put it on him just to like show him some basics. He was like, what the fuck? He was like, this shit is scary how like fucking real, real it is. In yeah. the world. Like you're just sitting like my, like you're. you're... All I want to know is what VR porn looks like on there, bro. So, what are you talking about so that? I, we, I checked it out. <laughs> checked it out. There we go. And, we need a review. Uh, and people aren't going to leave their houses once they see it. But, uh, nice. It's a it's a Elon Musk level shit. Yeah. No. I mean, it's one of those. It's uh when I after like I did, I checked it out and I was like, dude, this is like almost like detrimental to humanity. <laughs> <laughs> almost. People aren't going to procreate. Bravo. Bravo. But 
but then that's why I was like, I'm, I can't, I, it's not healthy. Like I can't do that. You see, like, it's not a healthy thing at all. Like <laughs> yeah, I want to like yeah. pursue women again. You're I started this podcast soon after. <laughs> yeah. But it's like the, yeah, it's t- it's never going to be the same because there's no touch, you know. What's what I'm saying? Like, there's uh, no touch. <laughs> there's no touch. <laughs> there's no touch. Yeah, right. Did I say yeah. like a little southern no, t- tinge buddy, to that? There's no touch. No touch, guys. That's fellow funny. And never going to be the same because there's no touch. No, pretty much. I was just like, dude, I'm just going to touch on the side. I'm just going to fucking use it to like beat like fake people up and like do like lightsaber shit. It's like it's like the that's what it's like the best shit that's for. It's like the it's I seen that one where you like wait blocks or whatever circles yeah, yeah. in your lightsabers or music. Oh, yeah, you I like that Star one. Wars shit. Like yeah. you're having a battle with a yeah. It's like Dance Dance Revolution meets Star uh, Wars kind of. Oh yeah, I seen that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did that shit. Like my my brother in law and sister have that. It's like virtual I mean, glow sticks. Is it the, yeah. It's not called the Oculus. But it's called something else. But I had the, I played all this shit coming at me before. like fucking, and I'm like battling with a lightsaber. Oh, like oh yeah, shit, yeah. I'm so bad yeah. at it. They're all good at it. I'm like fuck, like I'm like dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Insane. The octopus of drums sucks at the lightsaber game. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> terrible. Nine rhythms at once, but he can't fucking play the fucking Dude. lights. Well, there was there was one thing where like you're like in this like room where you have to like walk around like and go in different rooms and there's a deck and there's like these fucking machines like out like it's like fucking crazy like I'm like no it looks like, sick. another world I... like what the fuck like kind of trips you out dude you're like should I go in this room it's like kind of scary dude it's like awesome yeah. fucking dope <laughs> like I played that one at an arcade and there was like another one where you're like to get to do it, the Star Wars ship and you're in the thing and it's a full fucking circle like up and down around you. That yeah. thing was badass. I like that a lot. Dude, they're only 300 bucks like for the fucking base one. It's like, <laughs> I'm like fucking. That's, uh, like, that's a Bachelor Life fucking shit right there. Yeah, I can afford a fucking $500 Star Wars well, game. Fully funded Joel. That's his new nickname. And then we have the, the professor. Fully funded uh, Joel. Yeah. And then the professor is Joseph. Uh, we need one for Anthony. We don't uh, have uh, one. Uh, um, I'm, uh, just wandering his inheritance. Fully well, the, you call me with the, Mr. Touch. I like that one. <laughs> Well, the Mr. Valve Index, Judge. the Valve Index is the one that my my brother-in-law has. It's oh gnarly. I don't know. I saw one in Dev that's like the Tibetan Book of the Dead, like a VR version of it. Like that was that's... the first thing that got me like excited about VR. Jeez. Like I want to fucking relive that shit. It's like the, the book in your hand. You're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like being narrated and like showing you. It's like the new like defeated sanity Darmada story, basically. Like super sick. That's cool. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. Insane, man. Definitely, I, cool. I definitely highly recommend it but i also like i'm worried about that's gonna take over like i i feel like there's we, we possibly might be all immortals that have headsets on and we're at the mall and like we basically put these headsets on and they're like yeah check this out it's a full life experience and it's like fucking 80 years but feel it's only 10 minutes in like like mall yeah. time yeah like, it's like that it's like an episode of south park yeah, where they yeah. do the grounded vendor loop thing, where they like, yeah, it's like no, without that touch, cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> well, check this out. Like it, like tricks your brain to thinking that it's like eighty years long, and like, yeah, just like I don't know, like after like, you're, like fully immersed in it, you're like, I just up? your Dick Van Dinkle, <laughs> I just, <laughs> just yeah. get in there for a little long. I just want to play VR, <laughs> fucking. Oh, uh, like my wiener just go like, dude. I just want to play Quick Draw McGraw, like Dude. on VR. And it's like, 
you know, the, like the old video ones, and it was like, "What are you doing there, partner?" And it's like in yeah. the video, and he's like, "You better all the, grab all your the gun. orgasms that you have in years all just <laughs> all started from out at once in your physical self, and the guy is sitting there is like, "Fuck, I gotta clean this up, dude." Uh, <laughs> I remember like Ew. going to visit my family. I was like going there with my my Nintendo back in the day to go visit my family or some family over in New Mexico, and they were like. I was a little kid and they flipped out over my duck hunt, like gun, my Nintendo gun. Mm. And they were like, no, you can't get on the plane, dude. Or you got to throw it in the garbage. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was really? like a fucking five-year-old with a duck hunt gun. Like, dude, it's got, no, it's like one ounce. Sorry. Do you think video games are going to like help save death metal and make it like commercially viable as like a avenue for putting out music? It already that's has. The answer. It already really? has. Absolutely. Really? Look at Doom. Oh, yeah. Like, not that it's necessarily death metal, but like the industrial sort of uh, style, stylization of metal, it's like uh, definitely helping bands, one, figure out how to commercially make bands viable again, and two, give them a new sense of style. I think Meg Gordon is like one of the more important metal composers of our generation, probably, because he's kind of like, he's, he's created like almost a new avenue for so like it's like industrial metal, but it's a different type of industrial metal. So, it's like the, the movie industry helped save classical music in America. Like that's yeah, the main yeah. venue by which people hear classical music. Yeah, modern I think soundtracks yeah. and fucking shit yeah. from there. And like video the whole, games like, with modern the, symphony too. The yeah. the yeah, modern like cinematic, like so much of death metal is merging with cin- cinematic style. Like like the new Deeds of Flesh album is like a sci-fi opera death yeah. metal version so i think that's like super promising that there will be like people in that industry with like money to throw up bands and help them out and stuff yeah hey i'm not on uh any social media shit what's some sick uh releases that came out recently that i may not know about ominous ruin ominous yeah. ruin it's good Shout out. good to know that's a good one um fuck that's a lot. That's I mean, on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the spot. My Dad. favorite, my favorite album of the whole year. I don't know if you guys heard of this Italian band called Fractal Generator. No. They put this. I, I they, have heard that name. Dude, they put this album out called Macrocosmos, and it it's like a blackened tech death. It has got mm. the crunchiest fucking riffs. Like the whole thing, just it's like someone punching in the face for like 40 minutes straight. It's fucking ridiculous. Nice. nice. Um, Check that generator. out. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. <laughs> it's my favorite album of the year. Uh, Even over Ominous Rune and Fractal Generator. Yeah, I'll send blame. I'll send it to you. I thought that new Abominable Putridity was really interesting and sick. New it's good. Defeated Sanity too. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Defeated oh, of course. Sanity did something. Well, it came out like in 2020, Holy right? Shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that new album is so. I was talking about that before on an episode. Wave. Yeah, dude, that album is so good. I actually got to play with like when Wolfgang was still around and shit with uh, Chris from Dismal Labs. We had him like living at his house for a week and they're just watching soccer like every day and shit, yeah. fucking <laughs> hanging out. It was cool. Dude, I know you'll cool, fuck. I know you'll be down with that new Defeated Sanity, dude. It Sick. Fucking, yeah. yeah, it's good. Front to back, it's it's a huge banger, dude. Nice. Yeah, I, I know there's I'm others. I'm excited to check it out. Kind of blanking. Uh, I know shit. when you. I've, oh I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a new band. Um, they're German dudes, I think. Um, they're called Plagueborn. I think I don't know if it's a direct influence from that cattle song from Anthracene, but they're really good. They kind of have like that really gritty, uh, kind of like that modern cytotoxin type of sound, but it's a little nice. more bloodbathish. Kinda. Oh, cool! It's really good. Yeah, 
It's like that's the, very the, cool. The, the Almart's funny. It's like a purple landscape. It's like Sharknado, but it's like the whole thing is purple. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. You had me at Sharknado. Yeah, yeah, brother. <laughs> on a on a record cover. Yep. Uh, that's yeah. I would have to fucking grab my uh my list. I know. If we were more prepared, if we, uh, we knew there's we too many. Sick, like new sick shit, I'd be more prepared. Yeah, there's too many. On the charger for a second. I I've been listening to Profanity since our last episode we did with. Oh, that. oh yeah, that shit's great. Yeah, good. Dude, it's so funny. That was our last episode, and I'm like, uh, but yeah, yeah. Oh no, that album's great too. Yeah, totally. There's yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. There's a few killer uh, shit, dude. If you love Necro, yeah. you love. Dakota Shout out to Bird. Thomas. Yeah, yep. dude. yeah. And, that uh, that guitar playthrough he did of uh, I, it's something off their previous album. Mm-hmm. This, whatever the single was and he, it's just i don't even get it like i just blows my mind thomas yeah. is fucking sick yeah, he's, he's like the nicest it, dude. dude ever dude he's, he's nice so guy. fucking cool to work with oh yeah yeah most definitely, definitely. yep like a jerk on that one because i like woke up at a it's like we had to do it at 11 a.m and i was like waking up from like a we had a party at my house i was like all crusty and like i was like i was like kind of hoping i was like i hope that they like push this back or cancel or something <laughs> like i was dying i like got we're like and, and me and joseph yeah. were like nope eight hours of sleep had coffee yeah. we're all good dude yeah, yeah. yeah. Go. <laughs> my, my face is all like just all like puffy and just like oh. so you guys like so what's your favorite death metal album <laughs> dude you were fine though you, you i thought yeah, you were good yeah. on the episode you were funny and you made good no question. I, don't, I, don't I haven't listened to the whole thing, but I, I don't really remember. You're what. kind of a sassy guy when you're. I don't like it. <laughs> oh no, I am sassy as fuck. <laughs> I was like, funny. I was super bitchy, like in the morning, like just going, yeah. like, "Fuck, do we really have to? Do I have to like be on camera? Can I be like fucking just voice <laughs> only? Was that, was that yeah. good? <laughs> well, you did. But you did a fucking podcast the day before that, two days before that. Yeah, yeah. And now, so uh, yeah, the this. Joel Cupcake one that's coming up to actually dude, tomorrow. Everybody's as well. getting a double dose of Joel Horner this Friday, dude. It's a lot of people around. I mean, here he's on every podcasts. podcast in the in the in the, the area. I mean, he's Joel Horner. You know, it's like a lot of people are doing podcasts around here. So it's like he's famous. Yeah, I'll I'll be a part of it. You know, I'll help out and also too. You know, Joel, uh, the other Joel. He's like one of the more, and um, he puts on all the shows around the Bay Area. He's like a, in charge of all of it. So it's like, and I've known him since I was, a, you know, a child, pretty much. Or you know, a teen, a younger teenager, or older teenager, and he he basically is in charge of any death metal, anything that comes through here. He's putting it on. Oh, Gojira is coming to town. It's Joel's fucking production. Like he oh, damn. he has like he has he's legit as fuck. Like he's when I was a kid, I used to be like nervous talking to him, like, "Oh my god, like this is the guy." Like, you know, like now we're <laughs> we're we're both like you know big old fat brothers, and we fucking love each other and, and kiss each other every time we see each other and cheek and stuff. <laughs> but uh, no, he's he's very influential in this area. He's very um, so much fucking props to that guy. That guy has put on so many shows around this area that have in in San Jose and in Santa Cruz and San Francisco and stuff that have changed my life. You know, like yeah. Props. Yeah, that's anyways, cool. Yeah, I'm oh, super yeah. stoked that he had me on the podcast. It's coming out tomorrow. Um, what, what's his my, podcast my cord called? Worked. It's just Joel Cupcake, I think it's called. Nice. Yeah. But um, it's on, that's, like, his, that's his nickname. Is yeah, it yeah. It's on. It's on all the things. Yeah. He's nice, a, dude. Joel. Cool, uh, man. He's also Twitch streams like live shows on Joel Cupcake. His Twitch. That's stream. right. He uh so uh Joseph's guitar player uh, and uh, the guitar player that did the uh the intro to the to this podcast. Oh, oh Christopher Beetle. 
Yeah, Chris Beatle. Shout out. <laughs> what up? Yeah, no, Chris. Chris Beatty. Like he. His, oh, oh, what's his other band called? Shy, no, Shy something. Shy. Shaw Nova. Shaw yeah. Nova. They were the um, opener on the live stream show. Yeah. Yeah. No. Beatties like he, were uh, Beatties were a thing that that I used to smoke <laughs> when I was a kid. They they're like this Indian. Oh yeah, Beatties. Oh yeah, Beatties. Yeah. Yeah. Like Indian. It's literally just like a really cheaply rolled up tobacco little. It's like. A leaf of tobacco with a tiny little bit of tobacco right. in it, and then rolled over. That's and right. you smoke it down to the string that they tied at the bottom. That was the right. that was the fucking filter. Like I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh no, I smoke bees. Andrew, yeah. Andrew, you're you're part of our generation. Do you smoke bees? I know of them. I know they're like nicotine spiked and a bunch of shit, and fucking yeah. they got like banned or whatever. I never really got to try them. Yeah, it's definitely it, not like high grade. It's like low grade, grade C, grade D tobacco. But it was cheap, and you guys like think two, it was really popular. It was like a dollar fifty or two dollars a pack, dude. Yeah, and that's how. What that was one of the things that we would do, young bucks. Like, oh, dude, let's go smoke, dude. Oh, <laughs> what do you got? You got fifty cents. <laughs> All right, fade on my pack of beaties. <laughs> We gotta keep Andrew on until he passes out, dude. Don't hide it. <laughs> hide it. Hey, grandma, grandma gets confused. I gotta hang up. <laughs> I don't know. You trying to get my social security? <laughs> oh shit! Oh uh, shit! Are we at? Let, let's. We should probably wrap this one up, dude. <laughs> These because... guys are really boring. Let's. No, 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 not at all, dude. Not at <laughs> all. Reese. We're at the two-hour mark. I'm actually... usually say that and then go another half hour. So. <laughs> yeah, that usually. That's like we're we'll that that we... yeah. we're we're now in the outro, no. which can go a long time. Also, before he passes out, quick shout out to we were talking about releases. Hideous Divinity just put out a new EP too, so everyone oh, okay. yeah. that. Yeah. Cool, fucking awesome. And I'm in a band with their bassist, so that's oh, really dope. Yeah, nice. Um, What's that band so, called? That's the side project. I have. It's called Hammer Dawn. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought, yeah. oh, I yeah. You showed me some of that, right? Yeah, yeah. I sent it to you. I sent it yeah, to you guys sick. too. Yep. No, I thought but, you said Hideous Divinity put something out. I was like, oh fuck, I didn't know about that. I was like, they put a they that. put an EP out like last week, I think. Yeah. Hideous Divinity did. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a oh, sci-fi themed concept. It's like themed off after Alien, I yeah. think. Damn, dude! I want to hear that. That band yeah. is way amazing. They're really good. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. They're, like they're Italian dudes. Uh, Stefano, their bassist is Italian. I guess they're all Italian. Yeah, yeah, they're all Italian. Yeah, Enrico's Italian. Yeah, yeah, they are. And they're it's an based off band. the Alien, like the movies, the universe. Yeah, of- yeah, yeah. Well, I know Enrico, their vocalist. He started Hour of Penance, so that's how they got started. Mm. It was like okay. that's how they all connected together. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that new EP. Uh, yeah, I think it's all. I think it's called LV four twenty six. I think it's what it's called. It's like a super mm. obscure reference. Yeah, but, that's uh, what it is right here. Yeah, LV. they. I really like their newest album. Album Simonacrum is such a good album. So everyone should listen to that. Is that Figure with the green guy? Yeah. Or no, no, no. It's no, got, that's a Vinians. thing. That's at Vinians. Simonacrum. It's the angel album. deal. Okay. It's yeah, like and looking things. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, when yeah. they were on Unique Leader. And now they're on Central Media. It's like some Pan's Labyrinth looking fucking art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good dude. too. All I think sick. Sick, dude. I love that movie. 
Yeah, Hands but down. anyway, I just wanted to give them a shout out because they're oh, the boys. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Anyways. Those guys fuck. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> cool guys. Does my does my does my microphone sound like trash? God, it sounds so awful. It's making my ears hurt. <laughs> you know, you're gonna hear this, and then you're gonna realize that I shouldn't have said anything. I miss you, Joel. I wish you lived over here still. I'm actually uh coming. I know it's probably cracking, but I'm I'm going over there in yeah. the next two or three weeks. I'm Bitch, you better and... hit me up, or I'll get yeah, I will. pissed. I'm doing a I'm doing a friend like I'm doing a friend like try to recoup or hang out with all my people and bail like three days boom. All right, well Keep I better food. see you or I'll get mad. I'll get real butt hurt. No, we will hold a grudge. Yeah, I hold a grudge. Thanks, Mac. This <laughs> is spreading not not propaganda. Not at all. Spreading <laughs> propaganda. That is some fake news. Yeah. But uh, I can't yeah. even remember motherfuckers these days. <laughs> well, definitely not right now, right? Wink, wink. No. <laughs> but now anyway, you guys uh, are making me want to ask some questions. What's going on? What's this? No, nah, I'm just I'm being feisty. It's okay. it's one of the morning, dude. I'm fucking I'm ornery. You know, I'm like an old man. Over here. <laughs> I'll, I'll chime in for a second. Grandma so. and grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So, uh, so Joel, uh, I. I remember when he was living in, in Sacramento, then I was in, up in the Bay, and then I moved back to San Diego, and we were kind of in this, you know, it, different cities and stuff. And then he sent me, like, or, or I don't know how you, you, like, told me about Alter Beast. Like, and you were like, dude, these bands in Sacramento are insane. Like, you kept talking about that. Yeah, like, I fucking told you. I fucking talked yeah, about you. Yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is years ago. Easy. Take it yeah, easy. we're talking five, <laughs> six years ago. Or whatever. And, and you, did you guys put out that one in 2017? The first release was that what it was? It was. Uh... Um, we put out a demo that had three songs under mm. the Gary Busey thing. I think 2014 uh, it got released. Okay. And then yeah. 2018. Oh, but I think yeah. it was done in like 2017 or 2016. I think I was. Yeah, I gotta remember it was something. I think Zach was working like Machine Head or something for like ever or something. So he's just like fitting in death metal sure. bands like us in an animate existence and anybody else he could when he could kind of thing yeah i actually got some clients dude yeah yeah no i i know you know he was working with them like six months or something it seemed like so i'm sure you know they were paying the bills and stuff like that so you know Mm -hmm. and you know regardless if you're a death metal fan or not it's like hey man big bands fucking you know do this (laughs) you gotta you You have the bro lord you know kind of thing so big bands big band yeah well i think i mean yeah and dude honestly i hope they don't ever listen to this because zach might get in trouble but we got to use he reamped through some of their amps while they were over there which we've never been there so yeah we got to get some cool tones on the last record via those guys so fucking it's a lot more trouble. Head. You're, un, you're <laughs> yeah. unwilling. You're unwilling. Uh, you know. Well, they're all watching this right now. For sure. You so you know, they're definitely not watching this. Yeah, Zach's <laughs> tapped in right now. Like, what? Yeah, Zach's yeah. already. Zach, I would believe, yeah. is like viciously like, messaging people right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is Andrew on Facebook? I'm not on Facebook. Sorry, motherfucker. <laughs> you gotta love Zach. I, I love Zach's just fucking honesty. Like, just going like, dude what's going on over here like what the fuck's going on like yeah. no no and he's super cool with like yo your idea is really bad and if you really know what you're talking about you know what i mean or you just really have a vision you're like motherfucker i'm not fucking around i want that snare really poppy and you're trying to make it loose bitch you know what i mean he's like i don't know motherfucker and then it's like ends up working out and it's like 
all right, that worked. You know what I mean? He'll, oh, he'll tell you oh, too, like, oh, okay, that that's okay. We're, we're good. I'm like sick. <laughs> yeah. Which is a good reassurance thing when, when oh, a yeah. motherfucker who really knows what they're doing tells you you're fucking up and you have no idea what you're yeah. doing. You're just like, yo, I think I know that this is going to be sick. You know what I mean? I just really have a vision and you start doubting yourself on that vision. You're like, oh no, Zach said it's going to sound terrible, Val. Maybe it's going to sound terrible, you know? And then he's like, no, nah, this fucks. You know, you're like, okay, cool. We're good. <laughs> he's Thank strong God. on bands. Like, I remember, like, uh, Animosity and stuff. Like, they wanted to use that VH140C Ampeg Dying Fetus amp. Like, that was, like, the amp they wanted to use. And Zach was like, well, on recording, it's going to sound like balls. Like, like, don't use it. And they're like, no. Were you, like, they, like. Is that what deck. Dying Fetus use is only live or on recording as well? I don't know if they use it on recording, but I know that like live, that was their They amp. just seen it live and they got it in their head that that's Wasn't what that the, used. The okay. suffocation yeah. amp too, like on Pearson Within and stuff? I think that was... Uh, yeah, possibly. I'm not sure if Oh, they, it, it has some kind of lineage, this bass amp so, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a guitar okay. amp. It's, it's a guitar amp. It's oh, a guitar amp. Sorry. It's the, it's the, the Dying Fetus tone. Yeah. It's like the old it's a solid the state VH, amp. The pit bull people, those yeah, 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 yeah. I was reading oh, a bunch okay, of forum okay. stuff that were like they they boost them a lot with like tube screamers and stuff. And there's all these different like ways that they push those amps, but they're basically just solid state ampeg amps, and they just had a certain t tone that was like you know. Yeah, I remember they were some other company basically or something like that. They were like this other company and the guy started making amps under that name or whatever the fuck. It was something uh, like that. Interesting. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I can't remember. That guy we were talking about earlier, Spencer, or I was talking about, he used to have a VH like Pitbull or something. And like, mm -hmm. I remember he made it sound good, but shittier guitar players like myself would try to play on it and it wouldn't sound good at all. So it's yeah. definitely like a, you had to be a real guitar player to make them sound good amps, right. which is a good sign of a good amp you know what i mean like it's like a dime bag yeah. thing like everyone like bought dime bag amps and dime bag they sound like sound, shit right they sound yeah. like shit but dime yeah. bag made it sound like amazing yeah it's, like dime bag, it's one of those amps where it's like yeah. you gotta be a good guitar player or to make it sound good well i have, the, I have <laughs> it's the, not gonna be cool yeah i have the copy one that's the old odious amp that's i mean we didn't really use it much in any recordings or anything but it's the it's the crate copy of the vh140c it's like the the GX 130 or something with the create yeah, yeah. GX CH or whatever it is, the one, but it's a yeah. uh, Matt has that one that he like redid that is in the background. That's all like, you know, that create, he's like, I think it sounds better than the Ampeg one and all this. It's all just, you know, yeah. Gear nerd <laughs> to the max shit, you know, <laughs> gear nerdery, man. But that so, one I have, it sounds like I can't make it sound that great, dude. That's well, Andrew, what do you use? Like a Kemper lab, don't you? Um, right now I'm using a Kemper. So the feast, so, Immortal, we basically took the DIs from Bart. Feast, I just took my DIs off literally the basic model Scarlet from around that time, like the one input one, you know. And then eventually, as we were doing some touring, I got the Kemper because we wanted to program everything, you know, and just, you know, a lot of sick bands were using Kempers. And I, and we, I, we had actually, uh, the DIs from the Bart ones were through a Kemper. So we got okay. to use a Kemper early on and I just got to hear the possibilities and the capabilities of a Kemper. And I was like, you know, these things fucking fuck, dude. I need one of these. <laughs> so eventually I got one. And yeah, that's what the new record when the demo stuff we'll be doing will be Kemper. And I got yeah. a bunch of different, um, you know, uh, little packs you buy. I got the Fortin Meshuggah amp one, which is like the rhythm tone that crushes. And then I that use like sick. a Jubilee for the leads which I, I think Zach uses at uh, when we recorded through him, you know what I mean? What? And I think on Immortal, we used a Powerball 
uh, angle. Mm -hmm. And then on uh, feast, all the main rhythms everybody's hearing are whatever the machine head amp is. It's a, what's, what's the one? It's a fucking really expensive fucking amp. Uh, Diesel? A diesel, yeah. It's the okay. I can't remember if it's a Herbert or the fucking most expensive diesel they make. It's one of those two. Yeah. So any guitars that are single are a fifty-one fifty, and then every, everything else is that diesel on feast, yeah. which sounded really amazing. I was like, yo, that thing. It sounded like an aggressive junkyard dog when I heard it by itself. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. So I, I like how you, yeah. guys, you, you guys pull off the the gain a little bit, like on the lot of the chunk stuff. I love that. Like how that's how the spawn possession cabinet thing was. It was it wasn't like it was heavy, but it wasn't there wasn't that much gain on it. It's like got this a, like a couple people it. have mentioned spawn of possession, like on Immortal and stuff. Now I there's no way like spawn of possession is a fucking amazing band, and we suck ass. You know, we'll never do that. But you know, yeah, I love those spawn of possession stuff, and I don't. I never requested anything like that. I, I think that might just be a thing, a, a byproduct of things being nody. You know what mm. I mean? So, yeah. but on the demo, I really want to do things like, and I don't think it'll happen in the final, you know, wherever we end up going to, um, whether it be Zach or whoever the fuck, uh, you know, I'd like to mix like, oh, it's a, a brutal, super, you know, sludgy suffocation part mix a little mess of boogie triple wreck in there you know i want to fucking experiment with things like that just for fun shits and gigs you know what i mean totally. which i'm excited to do which you can do with a kemper just reamping things multiple times at your home yep. and your convenience uh i heard somebody saying another thing one time it's a great time to be a guitar player you know what i mean like yeah, with the technology sure, yeah. and everything so i you know i'm really stoked about all that and uh i've been working on my little home studio rig for a while now and it's you know basic but it's sick, you know what I mean, for what I'm trying to do. So I'm excited. And oh, yeah. I've been playing. Uh, there's coronavirus and everything else. And there's been a lot of stuff, you know, that's been, you know, fighting me along the way to get new Altabi shit done. You know, on my end, the guitar parts, you know, the basic structure of, hey, here's how things go. And that's kind of how Altabi starts is with guitar riffs. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not a, you know, brainchild thing as far as that. It's just, you know, you know, death metal. It starts with riffs, you know. Yeah, 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 I think that goes for every band, you know, unless the drummer is like some fucking uh, ass, uh, you know, ass soup, you know, he plays in the front of the fucking shit, you know, <laughs> he's running the show. I wonder how much <laughs> there is like a good percentage of bands that actually at least started or started writing a song on drums versus. Guitar. Yeah, I mean, Mac literally sent me a track of only drums and he sent me a couple ones, but there's one me and him were talking about in particular where it's like I could hear the song in my head just listening to his drums he programmed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there is some of that. And I worked with drummers in the past. That's a beauty working with great drummers too. You know, you can do that. It's like you, they can fill in things or start things, you know what I mean? Like, you know, just with how amazing their drumming is. So that's really cool too. I think that's going to try it different ways, you know, guys like you, oh, yeah. Casey, you motherfucker. Uh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Nah, I, <laughs> I was going to say, I think Matt from decrepit writes that way with drums yeah. first, but he does yeah. it on like uh, on the computer. I you think know. Gabe said that as well. But I yeah. mean, he's got yeah, he to hear the riff in his head, right? A little bit. He has some sort of idea, probably. I don't know. He's yeah. I heard I, the rumor I, that I, I mean, as a guitar player, like just, really that know. would boggle my mind of how that works. You know what I mean? Like, unless you're just like free flow jamming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Which, but I mean, you know. but see, but Matt, like we like we used to do a lot of free 
free flow jamming and stuff. And uh, okay, dude, he's so good at it. <laughs> like, he's really old school. You could like, like make an album with way. Matt just by like free jamming, yeah, with him and then just record it. It'd be like sick as. Fuck. There's that story about like uh, with him and nuts. like we were on yeah. tour uh, with uh, Cryptopsy in in Europe, and Flo got behind. We were at a, a house oh. party. Oh, and shit. fucking and flow got behind the kit and matt just got, got on the guitar that. oh my and god fucking they just were playing like the sickest shit like, i love it totally forgot about that dude yeah insane that i was like was sitting there just so like sick. i was like sitting there like so excited to be like there with the beer in the corner <laughs> matt like, and flow <laughs> jamming dude that yeah. that's a good thing that a lot of a lot of us musicians don't get to do anymore too like before coronavirus right. like you know, people are in different states and different places and have different schedules, you know, so you got to like work via computer and emails, you know, right. I miss getting to jam with somebody, you know and I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. always a fun thing, like especially so. a drummer and a guitar player, just getting to psychroptic brother it out, you know what I mean? Yeah, kind totally. of thing. yeah. that's, that's kind of what that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. It's not like for my kind of my generation sort of and below, it's not really the same anymore like that. And it kind of sucks. Like how I'm, like I did a little bit of that even in college and it was fun, even though the band was terrible. It's like there's the pros and cons of all of that shit. Yeah. 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 Sure. yeah. So but yeah, you're never going to strike. You're not going to always strike gold, but still that jam space being in the same it's just fun, man. As everybody else that's in, in your, yeah. you're conjuring something out of nothing, you know, yeah. in the moment. And yeah, dude, those, the feeling yeah. of when you're in that, that pocket of yeah. just jamming, I've been playing for yeah. like 15 years, 16 years, drums and shit. And I like finally have a studio where I can set up my entire kit and it's my fucking place. And I can like invite anyone in the world to come jam with me. And it's like a dream come true. I've been waiting like 15, 16 yeah. years That's to have this. And That's Casey awesome. at Vision, he, he I just inspiring. got one too, finally again. Yeah, he's got one again. Well, <laughs> I only Visions, have a room to jam. It's like, yeah, we got the old room back. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude, I used to get piano you... lessons there. Yeah, for and sure. you guys used to do live jam videos from there too. Well, but I yeah. got the small room now, but it's cool. It's but I'm still, it's the same spot though. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Joseph, you used to, you you would be, or yeah, you'd be on guitar. Like one of the first jam videos that I saw, you were on guitar and Casey was on drums, and yeah. then the, then. I saw the Diego, Casey, and you on sax. Well, that oh, yeah. was at the brewery. Yeah, we still do that too. Our friends. I, that's that. a sick <laughs> setup, we dude. got to do some cool shit with all the Diegos too uh, over the years, yeah. which those guys are always really cool dudes and shit and always shredded. Hell yeah. The Diegos. The Diegos. There's, <laughs> I remember there was always multiples of them together at the same time. Well, there's only one fucking Diego Sanchez. In, uh, Yo, no, the there's the main Diego, and there are some other Diegos. Always. Yeah. <laughs> when we got to jam with them. Yeah. There's the wizard, the riff yeah. wizard, and then there's all these little sorcerers like running around. Yeah. They're all sorcerer apprentices. Lower yeah. mages, yeah. Lo lower Diegos. <laughs> Gandalf Juniors. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Shit. Oh shit, dude. Well, I know I've already tried to do that several times. I don't want to. If you guys well, don't want to. Well, what I was trying to say earlier that I just want to add is that when I heard your music and I was like, okay, there's all these different bands and I'm checking all this different stuff out from Sacramento and they're all good bands. I'm like, I love all of it. But like when I heard Alter Beast, I was just like, oh yeah, dude, that's like in my wheelhouse. Like Jesus, this is like it immediately was like fucking. Shit's that's really a good. huge honor coming from you, know, you guys albums, as far as i'm concerned you oh, know what i mean because well, i we wouldn't be doing what we're doing without bands like odie's mortem and the Kevin birth and stuff like oh, that so thanks, oh, yeah, yeah, 
that's very funny. true it's always yeah. so cool yeah. to hear dude and at the same time i have no idea how to respond to it you know like i, I mean dude you're just having fun you know we're all a bunch of dudes and you know totally, like dude. you know people but, are like what's it like to get out there you get you tell the titties in your face and all this cocaine it's like nah man together like, sweaty guys you know and then yeah, other musicians like it's music for other musicians it's a, a lot fucking of it, bro down you know it is. Night, so dude. yeah bro it, down Cash everyone out. in the everyone in the crowd has a demo to give you or something you know everyone's in other yeah. bands like, yeah in the crowd like they're, but all it's like, so they're like, another sweaty it's... drunk dude who's holding you and they're like holding your hand and they won't let you go yeah. you're doing that thing you're like come on man that's how you know it's real though it's organic you know i'm trying to eat flash. my cold taco bell in the van yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah it's out of my pocket that's oh, a taco yeah i wish i had yeah, my cubby like, hole in the van yeah. yeah no drummers are always ahead of the game when it comes to that shit Oh yeah, because we're the. I hope my phone doesn't band, die on you guys. It said ten percent. I didn't want to unplug it. All right. All right. Yeah. No, you're so. fine, dude. It's all good. Oh, it's okay. been good. We should. Yeah, it's been a fucking sick fucking podcast. Sorry, my mic died in the middle of it, and fucking. Dude, no, nah, dude. Sorry. Right. Anytime you ask me yeah, anything, Joel, I'm like, yo, I don't want to do anything, and then you ask me, I'm like, yeah, I'll do whatever. You want. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, <laughs> you want me to fuck him out? He's like, yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Joel about that, and I was like, exactly. oh, he don't want to do it. And he's like, fuck him. He's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly he knows what he did. He knows me. He's got to get me out of my fucking, yeah. fucking garbage can. Your rabbit hole. Yeah. Turtle shell. Oh, what's this motherfucker's yeah. number? It's not my fucking new phone. What's going on? I texted him. He's all, you're all, I love you, baby. Yeah. I'll do whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to gargle the gravy? You got it. <laughs> Joel yeah, is the up. puppet master of the pod. I, that's the just how I've always been. I'm like, if I don't know you, I'm like, I don't want to fucking fuck around. But if once fuck I get it. to know you, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. I love this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Well, but, fucking uh, thanks for fucking coming on, dude. I really appreciate both of you guys having, like, fucking Ultra Beast to me is, like, yeah. the up and coming fucking, like, putting Sacramento on the map for death metal. And it's fucking awesome that you guys are doing your thing. And fucking hopefully after the fucking pen, you know, there's shows opening again. You guys get back at it and fucking... Yeah. keep rocking out and doing your fucking thing because you guys are, are very impressive life i've always been Aww, like, thanks, oh, sick. yeah like i said like i said like, they're like trying to like facebook live at the end of the night like <laughs> only with ultra beasts this has been a time like <laughs> you gotta see this you guys are so sick you, no yeah. totally man i love you man and i, lo- yeah. dude, Max, I love you too boo yeah we'll, we'll hang out soon and fucking hells um, yeah babe Super fucking. Stoked. Yeah, man. We'll we'll get some music out soon. Like I said, you know, the times are trying right now, but I'm Chipping making away. shit sick on my end, and I know everybody else can make shit sick on their end. I think everybody will be happy, and you know, oh, yeah. well, you it'll be you, enough to have you uh, have us back on here. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> kind oh, of yeah. thing. Well, yeah, you guys have yeah, a, Do you guys have a merch available right now? Yeah, can um, we, we find do, your merch? but please don't buy any because I have to go to the van and get it and pack it for you. <laughs> and I, I'm, dude, like we appreciate the support. And if you really want to rock a t-shirt, I'll go get it for you. But you're not doing me any favors, you know. <laughs> That's the best, dude. So, and also, like, we, it's not like our stock is super full. And you know, when we have new stuff out, we'll be printing new shit. So I, I, I would love for any merch to do all our shit for us and shit, you know, like. But it doesn't. We don't got it like that right now. So no, we don't. Next oh. album you will. Next but album. Yeah, no, once once we get some new music out, I'll be in we'll be all in the mode of, you know, let's do the business, you know, the dirty. But right now I'm just like, hey, let's just smoke weed and try to make some notes and move them around on guitar pro and play them over here and see what's going on. 
That's 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 the unsung hero of fucking of of being in a death metal band is fucking having to pack the fucking shirts in a thing and like, <laughs> go to the fucking post office and like, uh, like dude, it's like, a real nightmare for me currently right now. Like it's always been like a I've been a real grouch about it, but like right now it's just a real hassle to me. So I'm sure there's some kids out there right now like. Oh yeah, let me get some T-shirts from this motherfucker. Like I don't turn on reverse psychology, unfortunately. That's not not happen. one guy in any band that I've ever been in likes to do that. You know, we're part. totally serious. Oh, it's the worst. the merch part, dude. Go Please buy merch. Buy our shirts. Please. That's go probably buy why. Our- that's literally why you guys don't have Cali Death podcast shirts yet, dude. <laughs> I want to say um, I love all you guys. Thanks for having me on here and stuff. And anybody out there, just in case my phone dies, because it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, soon. yeah. Let's wrap it up. Sorry. Let's right. cool, guys. Likewise. We've said it many times, but thank you so much, you guys from Alter Beast, yeah. and go check them out if you haven't yet, and all that good shit. Cali Death yeah. Podcast on all the Yeah, dude, okay. no doubt. Yeah, please have the... us back, dude. And I'll oh, get yeah. a camera right. and yeah, do dude. my phone next time. Yeah, we'll come I'll back. I'll get a mic sure. cord. I'll get a mic cord. Hey, this is totally <laughs> awesome. You guys have an I need one dude. too. Mine wasn't working either. Hell yeah. Awesome. No, thanks for having us, man. And you dude, guys are fucking legends in your own right. So thanks. It was absolutely. awesome to oh, talk absolutely. to you guys. Cool. Uh, love dude. you guys. Love you guys. Love it. Uh Cali Death Podcast uh Facebook, Cali Death Podcast Instagram, Cali Death Podcast YouTube, all that shit. Go hit the buttons, all the subscribes. Thank you to all of you that have done it already. And uh mm-hmm. go and support your local independent music. And uh, hit us next week. We will be here. Rock on. Thank you, guys. Love you. Bye. Love you, too, dude. You. Bye.